This is LaSalle College High School Football on Bob Long Sports. Presented by Dunphy Ford. Ferguson takes the snap. Inside handoff. Madden has room to the 10. To the 5. Dives for the end zone. Touchdown. Explorers. Side Madden. He does it again. Three receivers out wide. Ferguson drifts that way. Throws on the run. Over the top. One-handed catch. Made by for the Explorers. It's time for first kick on Bob Long Sports. Welcome to Colonial Stadium on the campus of Plymouth White Marsh High School for this Philadelphia Catholic League bout between the 6-0 St. Joe's Prep Hawks and the 4-2 LaSalle Explorers. Bob Long, Rob Stott alongside, and this is a game, as we mentioned in our pregame show, that will ultimately decide or convey the Leave final results limbo. of the Philadelphia Catholic League. As we mentioned, this year, back to a red and just a blue division. So no four more cha- four champions, no triple-A, quad-A. It's going to be St. Joe's Prep, Archbishop Wood, and LaSalle, the three teams that have a real stake at the Philadelphia Catholic League title, and it's decided in the regular season. St. Joe's Prep with a win will clinch the Philadelphia Catholic League title here in 2016. LaSalle would need a win here and then likely a win against Archbishop Wood. If they were to win here and lose against Archbishop Wood next week, it would come down to a tiebreaker and a three-way tiebreaker, Rob. Never fun. No. You don't want to leave it up to chance, so you want to do your business uh, and get it done and make sure you know it ends on your terms. So huge game here today. Back deep to return for St. Joe's Prep, who will return, receive first. Richard Carr. Marquez Mason, Mike Wells kicks it deep, end over end spin. We are underway. Carr juggles it at the 5, now comes to the outside. Has some room to the 20, to the 25. Breaks outside to the 30, 35-40. Up to the 45 and goes down at the 49-yard line, St. Joe's Prep. They went down to the 15-yard line last week against Father Judge. This time, once again, very good starting field position for the Hawks. Not necessarily the best start. Uh, You know, you, you got to protect your lane. Uh, Prep did a good job there blocking them up and, and opening a, a hole for their guy and brings it out to almost the 50 for good starting position here early on. Out comes number 14, Marquez McCray, the big physical dual threat quarterback. Christian Waller to his left, sweeping. They fake the handoff over the middle throws. They're looking for Jack Crossed, and he drops the ball. 10 yards from the initial line of scrimmage. In there on the tackle, Austin Lemke. He broke up the play, second and 10. That was a great hit uh, over the middle. Um, You know, McCray, obviously uh, a big threat under center for prep. And LaSalle on on first down doing a nice job covering and and breaking up that pass. You see DeAndre Swift. He came in on the fake of the jet sweep, and that's going to take a lot of attention (laughs) for this defense to stop. And that time, Crossy was actually open over the middle. Lemke a little bit late, but came in with the big hit. Crossy dropped the football. But I think Waller and Swift in the backfield are going to be tough to deal with. A lot of moving parts on this offense and a lot of, you know, impressive and star-worthy moving parts. So going to take some discipline by LaSalle here today. Swift in the backfield. McCray in the shotgun. 
Handoff to the inside, makes a cut and goes forward, gets a gain. The ball is on the ground. Ball's on the ground. LaSalle thinks they have it. And they do. Liam Trainer came up with the fumble recovery. LaSalle football. Huge play early on in this one. You know, you give up the, the big return on the opening kickoff. Uh, and, and to come up with that fumble, I mean, momentum changer here early, Bob. The last carry from scrimmage for DeAndre Swift was on the same night that we did Archbishop Carroll against LaSalle, September the 16th. This time, the first time he touches the football. Puts it on the turf. Play clock already running down. Offense for LaSalle was late getting on the field. Lamort just gets the snap off. Oh, Ball's on the ground again. again. Picked up by oh. St. Joe's Prep. He's going to go all the way for the touchdown. Rayshad Wallace picked it up and went 47 yards for the touchdown. That one completely self-induced. Malley just didn't have the football. Oh, just a bad exchange there. In one play after you get the ball, you're going and, and giving it right back. And not only are you giving it back, but you're giving up six as well. Just, ah. Oh. <laughs> I no words for that one, Bob. That I mean, that's that just that just hurts. Manny Quills actually was coming on the jet sweep, not the sophomore Brett Malley. Both of them sophomores that this team has high expectations for, but that time dropped the football. Now the point after is up, and it is good from the kicker Anthony Tagano, and St. Joe's Prep has a seven nothing lead, just like that. Twenty-two seconds into this first quarter. Now St. Joe's Prep will kick off deep to the, for the Explorers and uh, or to the Explorers and this Explorer team. We'll need to regroup a little bit here, Rob. A, a bad start for certain, but still very very early without a doubt. Early and, and for for sure, uh, good that they'll be able to get right back onto the field on offense here and put that one behind them as quick as possible and. You know, super early, 22 seconds into the game. Uh, it's only 7 nothing. so, you, I mean, you can't let that define define this game here early on. LaSalle dressed in their home blue uniforms, the gold pants, the gold helmet, St. Joe's Prep, road whites, tops and bottoms, with the maroon helmets. Now Tagano, number 86, will kick it deep for St. Joe's Prep. From right to left. Back deep to return for the Explorers. Octavius Carter, number two. Manny Quills, number 13. Tagano, quick run up. It's an opportunity to get out of bounds and does. An ugly kick that time from Tagano. Took two bounces and hopped out at about the 13-yard line of LaSalle. Nice job by Octavius Carter to see that. A legal procedure against St. Joe's Prep. And Rob, I don't know. I, I haven't. <laughs> after seeing that point after from Tagano, it doesn't exactly surprise me that that was an ugly kick. No, very. I can't really comment too much on you know kicking procedures, but uh, I mean the, the extra point itself looked a little flat. Um, didn't get much behind it, and then pretty much the same here on the kickoff. And it looks like we're kicking it again. For yeah, some they're going to back them up. They're going to walk it off right. here. I like that. 
So they back him up five yards. Tagano lines up very close to that football as if they're going to go onside. He's going to kick a little pooch. There to make the play at the 25 as McNeil comes to the inside. McNeil gets by one after a nice block and goes down at the 32-yard line. That's where LaSalle's offense will start their second drive of the game and have the, only their second play from scrimmage. All right, now it's time to, to get the offense back on the field and, and put that first play behind you. Uh, you know, see, you know, not, like we said, not don't let that um, really dictate things here today uh, and, and just... You know, put a solid drive together and, and get yourselves back in this one. Lamort out to the field. Joey Burnham, the fullback. A tight formation here with two receivers to the outside, but in between the hash marks. Now this time in motion, jet sweep for Malley. He has a block, gets to the edge, and rides out of bounds. Nice job by him to continue to move those legs, move down the field. It's only a gain of about three, but it's one that could have been held up. He was able to elude Ricky Goodson, the and, senior defensive back. And one, of course, you know, similar play to, to what the fumble was, so nice to see them get that exchange down uh, and get positive yards. Second and seven, 11 4 to play. Clock running here at Plymouth White Marsh High School. 7 nothing lead for St. Joe's Prep. Lamort in the shotgun, two to the far side. Inside handoff to Madden. Breaks off one tackle, won't get too much. In fact, just back to the original line of scrimmage, but would have been a loss of two if he wasn't to break off the tackle of the outside linebacker who crashed in. And clear there uh, that you know St. Joe's Prep knows when number 15's in the backfield that, that it's very likely he's going to get the ball. So uh, nice job by them to, to stay home, um, not let Madden get too far outside or open up any holes, and we're all around him there on, on second down. Third down and seven. Three receivers to the near side. Ball on the far hash. Shotgun snaps to Lamort. Flag is down. Play is stopped. Looks like it's going against St. Joe's. Yep, encroachment against St. Joseph's. Contact happened on the offensive line with the lineman there, and that's why you stopped the play dead. Third down and two. They spot him at the 41-yard line. They're going to need the 43. Clock now runs once again as the head official waves into motion. We'll tick under 10 minutes to play in the first quarter on this snap. Empty backfield, five receivers. Liam Trainer, the tight end in tight. Lamort takes the snap. Throws it over the top. Oh! Bailey makes the catch at the 30-yard line. What a play by Tom Lamort. Crazy play. Lamort had a, I didn't catch the number, but a receiver wide open Simon over the Anna, middle. I believe, who yeah. came out of the slot. Uh, but but uh, just a beautifully placed ball and an excellent diving catch there. Uh, just uh, down to the huge gain uh, on, a, on a big third down there. So excellent throw by Lamort and excellent catch. Threw it over the top, a touch pass, and Malley, with the arms outstretched, somehow goes out there and makes the play with the fingertips. Now Madden joins him in the backfield, throwing the screen, nearly intercepted, Oof. dropped to the turf. But St. Joe's Prep read that from the very beginning. Number 20, Rayshad Wallace, nearly made the interception. They were looking for Brett Malley on the screen. Unfortunate there that it wasn't picked. Uh, just a, a lot of pressure getting in there on Lamort, too. 
really quick. Had to make a quick throw. Well, Sal now into St. Joseph's prep territory with the aforementioned throw and catch. Lamort to Malley. Tom Flavin to the outside along with Liam Trainer. Lamort goes under center. Cy Madden the tailback. Burnham in motion. Hand off to Cy Madden. Gets through two tackles. Now three. And shoved forward inside the 25-yard line. A gain of six to the 24. Third down and four upcoming for the Explorers. Rough blocking up there for Madden, but he was able to just bust through it. And as we've seen him do all season, you know, twist and spin and move and just, you know, stiff arm guys out of the way and, you know, get yardage for himself and and sets up a a really manageable third down here. The wind gusts. We were expecting gusts of up to 40 miles an hour or even greater here today. And the ball moved very much like you'd see a golf ball vacillate (laughs) on a green. So now they're going to respot it. Third down and four. They need the 20-yard line of St. Joe's Prep for a first down. Inside handoff has Quills, has the first down. Flag comes in late. Tom Flavin looks a bit guilty, and it will be a hold against LaSalle. Third down and 14 upcoming. So that takes him out of what would have been a first down. to play. Clock stopped for the time being. Joey Burnham will replace Manny Quills, or will he? (laughs) No, well, Quills is going to replace Burnham right back. It's like they're playing a game of cricket. (laughs) A little quick, a little U-turn there. Going from station to station. Third down, and they spot them 12 yards away, so the hold came two yards from the original line of scrimmage. They still need a 20 for a first down. Lamort, handoff again. This time Quills can get to the outside. Gets through to the 20, 15-10. Knocked out of bounds inside the five-yard line. See where they spot him, whether his foot came out of bounds earlier or not. Yep, they are yeah. going to put him back at the nine-yard line. I thought so, Rob. Yeah, it looked like he, he was a little, little tiptoey over the sideline there and stepped out just a few few ticks inside the 10. Still first and goal for LaSalle and a, an excellent run uh, there on third down. Rob, clearly the coaches of LaSalle are seeing something here. A way to get and pull those guards to get Manny Quill specifically some running room on the outside. Inside handoff Madden. Cuts outside, now back in. Runs into a cavalcade of tacklers about three yards from the original line of scrimmage. Just outside the five-yard line. It'll be second and goal. LaSalle still trailing 7-0 against the prep. 7.43 and counting here in the first quarter. LaSalle driving left to right. Huge opportunity here. You know, you, you had a, a nice turnover on your first defensive drive and then give the ball right back. So really good opportunity for LaSalle here to answer. They spotted Madden inside the six-yard line. Madden once again in the backfield with Tom Lamort. Lamort, snap, handoff, Madden up the middle. Just a few yards short. At about the one-yard line, it'll be third and goal from the one. And, I mean, I, th- I think you go back. The, the way they've been able to move the line, uh, sim- simple call might be to hand it off to Madden again. And I don't know, Bob, is it, is it too early to break out the, the riverboat on a fourth and one? I, I think if you're at the same spot next down, you're going for it again. But right now, Madden, the lone tailback, under center is Lamort. Handoff. 
He's close. I don't think he got there at about the one-yard line, maybe even a half-yard back. And Rob, So now we can ask the question. I think you're going to go for it. But that play did not look good. Lamort stumbled into the backfield, and as a result, Madden didn't get the downfield momentum he wanted. And he's staying on, so here we go. Fourth down and goal. LaSalle trails 7-0. Gift wrapped the first seven for St. Joe's Prep, trying to answer here on their second drive of the game. Madden, the lone tailback. Lamort under center. Handoff. Madden did not get there. Turnover on downs. St. Joe's Prep football came down inside the one-yard line. And the Prep defense has a goal line stand from the shadow of their own goalpost. Ah, it's a tough call. You, you had all the momentum you know, going your way. You get it down inside the one, a couple chances, and just a, a nice job by Prep. I mean, filling up the holes and great goal line stand for them. But now we'll see this is some precarious territory for them to be in, backed up inside their own one-yard line right now. Marquez McRae does not like to go under center. They rarely do it. Now he will. Under center, he's going to sneak it. LaSalle wasn't really ready. He gets about two yards after all that. A little bit of breathing room for St. Joe's Prep. It'll be second and eight from just in between the three and the four-yard line. 5.46 to play first quarter. McCray will once again go under center. This time they hand off to Waller. He has a lot of room. Cut at the 10. Out Puts past it on the 20. The nope. Ball is not on the ground. Did a nice job to hold on there as they went for the ball. Trying to punch it out. Ball is spotted right at the 25-yard line. First down for St. Joe's Prep. Waller to the outside. Handoff inside. Nice run by Swift. Taken down. One yard from the line of scrimmage, for from the first down marker, gain of eight and a half. Second down and short for St. Joe's Prep. You see the electricity. You see the uh, athleticism of DeAndre Swift, a fantastic back going to Georgia next year. Throw over the middle. They have him over the middle. Cross it inside the 50 to the 40. Now to the 35. Bounces off Trey McNeil and goes down at the 33-yard line of LaSalle. Pitch and catch too easy as LaSalle committed to the run on Swift. He didn't get the football. McCray pulled it. And an easy throw over the middle to cross at the tight end. Yeah, just uh, you know, running it out of your goal line, own goal line. And, and then, you know, LaSalle was very susceptible there to a the little play action and Right over the middle and a, a nice pickup for St. Joe's. Hand off to Swift. Bounces to the outside. Has a lot of room and blocking. 20, 15, 10, 5. Untouched to the end zone. 13-0 St. Joe's prep. And DeAndre Swift shows some athleticism there. The wide receivers sealed on the edge. That's too easy for the prep. And a nice bounce back drive for Swift, who, who we saw you know, his first carry in quite some time. Uh, put the ball on the ground. So, you know, just a, a good answer by them and a well-orchestrated drive by, by St. Joe's who were 99 yards away and LaSalle couldn't, couldn't hold them off. A 33-yard runs from scrimmage. He was not touched. Extra point up and good from Tagano, the kicker for St. Joseph's Prep, and LaSalle finds themselves in an early hole here 
14 to nothing with 4.32 to play in the first quarter. Still early, Bob. Uh, you know, first quarter, a few minutes left. So, but uh, LaSalle, you saw them put together a really nice offensive drive, just weren't able to punch it in uh, last time down the field. So, got to answer here. The concern there, Rob, is that looks relatively easy. I mean, the first drive, yeah. they induced the turnover because Swift puts it on the turf on the yep. first play from scrimmage. But that's really the first time we saw the prep offense, and they looked comfortable and composed. Florida got blown off the ball, and Maloney didn't get any kind of chase. 14 to nothing, your score. LaSalle will get the ball back on offense. The other thing <laughs> that you take some solace in is that on the LaSalle side, if you yep. are an Explorer fan, their offense looked very solid as well, moving right down the field and just getting stopped at the one-yard line. An impressive goal line stand from St. Joe's Prep, without a doubt. But between Quills and Madden, they were able to move the ball down the field on the ground. We mentioned the bad weather here today, Rob. 20-plus mile-an-hour winds, up to 40-mile-an-hour gusts, and temperatures in the high 40s. So definitely... You know, prepping for a game with a lot of lot of ground game, so that's Tagano. what we've seen so far. Tagano kicks it deep. It'll bounce at the 10. Picked up there by Carter. Carter moves up to the 15, cuts inside to the 20, and just up past the 20. He really didn't get a lot of downfield momentum at all there, Rob. More zig and zag than tear up the field. Yeah, you like to see, you know, on the, the returns guys go north and south, but oftentimes, you know, they try to make a man miss. Uh, find, you know, search around for those lanes. They end up bouncing back and forth and, uh, you know, not getting as much, as you said, much momentum, forward momentum uh, as you'd like to see. I always love that, Rob. I mean, everybody <laughs> says it, north and south. Why, are you, why are you going happens. south? Why are you going south either way? I'm fine with north. Shotgun formation for the Explorers. Lamort barks out a change. Now hands off to Quills. He's going to the outside. He's going the wrong way. Now finally dives up and gets to the initial line of scrimmage. St. Joe's Prep did a nice job of pulling that edge and trying to force Quills inside. Quills instead bounces further back, tries to get up the field, was very fortunate to get back to the original line. That front seven definitely got a talking to on the sidelines. That's really how LaSalle was able to move the ball down the field last drive, and it looks like they were ready for it there on first down. Two rushing attack-focused teams going at it here this afternoon. 14-0 St. Joe's Prep, number 18 in the country and number one in southeastern PA. Lamort nearly got stripped with the football, throws it short to Madden. Not a very good throw. It was at his feet, but Lamort was pressured on the play. He didn't see that coming at all. Uh, lucky to hold on to the ball there. And, uh, you know, not a good pass on the end of it, but just sets up a big third down here. Now, early in this football game, Rob, you have a very important third and long here. I mean, you'd love a first down, but at the very least, you don't want to commit right. any type of stupid mistake deep in your own territory. It'll be Lamort in the shotgun, two receivers to the near side. Madden to the left of Lamort. In motion comes Flavin. Lamort rolls to his strong side, throws the screen to Madden. That's not going to go anywhere as he goes out of bounds up near the 25-yard line, still well short, maybe a gain of one, and it's fourth down and nine. St. Joe's Prep will get the football back and back deep to receive one of their premier wide receivers, Terrence Green. Yeah, just, uh, I mean, Lamar took a low snap but didn't have anything downfield. Uh, you know, better to, to find your check down man than force something and, like you said, create a turnover deep in your own zone. So uh, 
just settling there, and, and here we are ready to punt. Mike Wells heals on his own 10, takes the snap. A nice kick. Backs back green, lets it go over his head, takes a nice bounce at the 32. It'll get all the way inside the 20-yard line, downed at the 19. A beautiful punt from Mike Wells. Puts St. Joe's Prep back deep inside their own 20. Close to a 60-yard boot there by Wells. So that just talk about flipping field position. That is fantastic. Fantastically done by LaSalle's punter. A 56-yard punt from Mike Wells, the senior kicker for LaSalle. Doesn't appear to be considering options for football from what we heard before the game, but perhaps he should. <laughs> Marquez McCray. Snap. Hand off to Waller. Waller taken down after a gain of two. He's pushed back, but the forward progress will get him up to the 21-yard line. Second and eight upcoming for St. Joseph's Prep. So, Robbie, have thunder and lightning for the Prep. <laughs> Christian Waller, a big, strong guy, and don't get me wrong, he's got some good lateral movement too, but not the same way Swift does. Swift being the lightning, Waller being the thunder, the bowling ball type guy that will run right at you. Right, you'll see more more up the middle uh, with, with Waller here, so just a, a very different runner but still a productive one, and nice job there by LaSalle on first down, only giving up a, a yard or two. Really clogging up the middle. Now McCray takes the snap, handoff to Waller. This time he's hit in the backfield. May have lunged forward for a half a yard, but it's still third and now seven yards for St. Joe's Prep. And LaSalle needs to get off the field here defensively. They're two-thirds of the way there. LaSalle bringing some of their own thunder. Uh, you know, really, like we said, clogging up the middle and not letting Waller find any space. McCray, a big quarterback, number 14, in the backfield. Trips to the outside. Ball in the near hash. Takes a step back. Now sneaks up the middle. Still has room. Throws it. Has Swift. Oh. Out to the 40-yard line of LaSalle. Very similar to what you saw. The Sproles play for the Eagles a few weeks back. Gets the corner to commit. Does McCray because he was sneaking to the outside. Releasing down the field with Swift. And it's a big gain for number seven. Headed to Georgia next year. And they're in LaSalle territory once again. Yeah, huge opportunity for LaSalle to get off the field there and just weren't able to do so. Nice job by McCray finding his man. Hand off to Waller. Up the middle, has room. Inside the 25, taken down at the 20. A gain of 19 yards and a first down for St. Joseph's Prep. Downhill running that time from Waller. That time the Prep line was able to open up a hole for their guy and Waller, like we've seen, um, able to, to find the hole and pick up a, another first down. First down and 10 from the 21. Here's the handoff to Swift. Bounces to the outside. Looks for blocking. Gets it. 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. DeAndre Swift with his second touchdown of the game. It's 20 to nothing. St. Joe's prep. And there's that change of pace. You're so used to seeing Waller there on that drive in the backfield. And then they swap it out for Swift, who just finds a, you know, Gets, bounces to the outside and is able to take it the rest of the way. Rob, you see him take off the gas, the foot it's off crazy. the gas pedal at the five-yard yeah, yeah. line? And still got it. He was half a step <laughs> in front of the LaSalle guy. A very confident young man. DeAndre Swift has his second touchdown of the game. Anthony Tagano up and good with the extra point, three for three on the PAT. And it's 21 nothing. 
St. Joe's Prep. We'll take a quick break and come back on the other side. One fifty-one to play first quarter. It's 21 to nothing. St. Joe's Prep. And you're listening to LaSalle College High School Football on Bob Long Sports, brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Tagano set to kick off deep to the Explorers. Malley will catch it at the 10, up to the 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, and down to the 37, make it 38-yard line. LaSalle will get good field position to start here. They trail 21 to nothing against their arch rivals, St. Joseph's Prep, and they need to make moves right now, Rob. Yeah, not much wiggle room left. Uh, it's still early, you know, first quarter, but you don't want it to get it late early. So this, this is a big drive for LaSalle. Uh, need, need to make something happen here on offense and really pick up their defense. They spotted him just inside the 39-yard line. They'll need about the 49 for a first down, just shy of midfield. Eye formation, Cy Madden in the backfield as the tailback. Screen comes to Malley. Malley makes one man miss at the 40, up to the 45. Gets down right near that first down marker. A great move to Juke Dawson DeUlius. And they wave the chains forward, a first down, a pass of 10 yards for Tommy Lamort to Brett Malley. Malley breaking some ankles there. That was a nice move to get by his man and, and you know, dive forward for the first down. Another eye formation. This time Pete Nelson, the wide receiver on the far side. Hand off to Cy Madden up the middle, and he gets about three yards. Went right up the gut. St. Joe's prep linebackers were in there to make the stop. LaSalle obviously going to stick to, you know, commit to the run here on this day. And when you got Madden in the backfield, easy call, but uh, hasn't been able to really break one yet. So I, I want to see if he can't find some room or maybe swing, swing one to the outside and get one of those quintessential Madden runs. Shotgun snap. This time they hand it inside. He goes back the other direction. Breaks the first tackle at the 47, up to the 43, and he wasn't down referees did a great job not to blow that whistle he got up the the palm of the hand was down at the 41 yard line he went through another 10 yards as the entire st joe's prep defenders thought that he was down so st uh, st joe's <laughs> not going to be thrilled about it but cy madden doing whatever he can for this LaSalle explorer team just a, another fantastic run by madden and just what we've come accustomed to seeing two receivers to the outside ball in the near hash lamort Delayed handoff to Madden, breaks one tackle, out to the 30, run out of bounds inside the 30-yard line to about the 27. It's a gain of seven yards, second down and three upcoming for the Explorers, and there's that top (laughs) rusher in the Philadelphia Catholic League, Rob, that we all knew, and it's certainly going to be a challenge against a a front seven like St. Joe's Prep, but Cy Madden doing everything he can, breaking tackles on nearly every play at this point. 
just to scratch and claw to try to get back in there. So hard to take down and showing why. Uh, I mean, just every play, every time he has the ball in his hands is just a fantastic rusher. Lamort, easy pitch and catch to Liam Trainer. That's enough for a first down. Down to the 21-yard line. A simple five-yard out from the slot. Great route run by Liam Trainer. Very crisp and hit on the number, I should say, number nine, the singular number, <laughs> by Tom Lamort. Yeah, Trainer, uh, Mr. Reliable there over the middle for Trainer or for uh, Lamort all year. So just nice to see them make that connection and pick up a first down. That will end the first quarter as we tick down to two, one, and now zero. After 12 minutes of play. It's 21-0 St. Joe's Prep. It's been all Hawks. The first touchdown scored on a 43-yard fumble recovery. The next on a 33-yard run from DeAndre Swift. The final time, 21 yards from scrimmage. Swift again in for the touchdown. We'll take a break and come back for the second quarter. You are listening to LaSalle College High School Football on Bob Long Sports. And this portion of today's game brought to you by our friends at Howland Hess O'Connell. out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287- 9292 or CUP Wawa. Welcome back to Plymouth White Marsh High School, beginning of the second quarter here on Bob Long Sports. Bob Long, Rob Stott, as always, bringing you the game, and our friend and third member of our broadcast team, Dan Madden, down in the student section enjoying the last of his senior year here. So we welcome that and hope that he's having a great time down there. But as it stands right now, LaSalle, first and ten, trying to get back into this one. Up the middle goes Cy Madden, runs over a linebacker. Bradley Cobal had no shot there. Number 44 went head over heels, and Madden had a gain of eight. Just strong running all, all the time. I mean, it's what you come to see from this kid, and I, it's, it's just fantastic. And putting LaSalle on his back right now. This time the offensive line starting to flex their muscles. Zobel, Maloney, and co., Craig Krug at the right guard. Eye formation. Cy Madden. They run to the left. He gets to the 10. Inside the 5. Runs over a defender. In there for a touchdown. Cy Madden puts LaSalle on the board. There's the answer. That's what you wanted. And when you're looking to do that, who are you going to turn to? Your number one running back. The guy that's been there for you all year. The guy that, that can carry the rock as strong as he can. And I mean, Madden. <laughs> what else can you say? I think we said it all about him this year. Uh, and puts LaSalle on the board here in a, in a huge way early into the second quarter. Mike Wells on to take the extra point, one of the best kickers out there in this state. The ball retriever may want to back up a few steps. Same end that Tigano kicked on the first one and the first three. Up and good for Mike Wells. Maybe not his best boot, but in there, it's Look 21-7. Like, looked like he was playing a little chip and putt, maybe put a little <laughs> backspin on that one. <laughs> a little rough, Rob. <laughs> Rob was an esteemed member of our Ruffs Annual Golf Classic this year. Always a fun time. That was fantastic to, to play a part in. Uh, and just really, really cool. Really, really neat the way you had that set up, Bob. And uh, 
happy to, to be in it. Yes, sir, a, a backyard golf tournament that we play each and every year, and you can find out more about it on Bob Long Sports. We'd love to have new entrants next year. So appreciate the chip and putt hey. reference, Rob. <laughs> Eleven twenty-one to play, second quarter. LaSalle with the answer that they needed. Running off that left side, that's really the strong suit of this LaSalle offensive line. It's been a pretty strong offensive line all year long, but Maloney as the tackle. Zobel as the guard. Those two do yeoman's work, both on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. That they do, and uh, now we need them to just step up on that defensive side of the ball and you know, hold St. Joe's prep here. You know, you just got back on the board. You go, just got on the board. Uh, so, you know, it's time to for this side of the ball to answer and you know, give the offense a chance to, to make it a one-score game. Terrence Green, Marquez Mason, back deep to receive. Line drive kick will bounce up to Green. Picks it up at the five. And Brennan nice. comes and gets him at the <laughs> six-yard line. What a hit. East and west that time from Green. Brandon Daly says, I don't think so. A man who has had two huge fumble recoveries this year. That time, Brennan, down the field, makes a huge play. Green, for, for what it's worth, looked like he was letting that ball bounce. Maybe wouldn't, couldn't decide whether he wanted to let it go out of bounds or, or pick it up. He ended up picking it up, and that was the I, just an excellent hit by there and burying St. Joe's prep back deep in their own territory. Yeah, I'm not understanding that spot at the nine-yard line, Rob. Yeah, that doesn't look right. Nevertheless, the defense starts with some momentum here. In motion comes Swift. Devin Smith's going to have to go get him. Now Marquez McCray fakes it, now runs up the middle. He'll get a couple yards. Gain of four. Up to the 13-yard line, second down and six. But, Rob, that was very dangerous. Ugh. Swift went out wide. LaSalle was late to adjust. Devin Smith, the safety, ended up going back to the safety spot and leaving it to Liam Trainer. Now they run right up the middle. and No room for Christian Waller. Third down and six. Oh, oh. Austin Lemke going at it with one of the offensive linemen with his shirt pulled up. It's tough to pick out the number, but it looks like Sal Sinaglia. Number 71. And that's a, that's a little bit of that St. Joe's LaSalle rivalry finally coming through here. Offside against Corbin Mel, unabated to the quarterback, so they stop the play. Mel, a linebacker, and at times a fullback, got a little jumpy on third and six. It'll be third and short now. On, and it's certainly not a must stop here, Rob, but it would make this LaSalle team. I'm feeling a lot better about things if they were able to get this stop. Ball's at the 18. They need the 19-yard line. McCray back onto the field with the team after a brief stoppage. DeAndre Swift, the tailback, runs over a defender and gets enough for a first down. That's a gain of three yards. Move the chains up to the 21-yard line. Definitely a huge penalty, uh, you know, Changes the play call entirely. It, it does. It does. You had them in a third and third and six a little bit longer. Now they can just you know basically run a dive play up the middle and they get it. Waller with the rush up the middle, cuts, taken down after a gain of five yards. Second down and five up to the twenty-six. And Rob, I don't know if you saw in the last two plays or maybe not the last two, but twice in the last four, they have put a very large man, presumably <laughs> a guy that can double as an offensive lineman, into the backfield as a fullback. Now, they're not set up that way this time. 
Instead, Marquez McRae cuts it up the middle. Chris Maloney in there on the stop, right at the line of scrimmage. The read option, that time McRae maybe did not make the right decision, and LaSalle, a nice job to get Maloney in there. And back to, to your point about putting a big man in the back, maybe you know, just showing that, that they are uh, respecting LaSalle's ability to, to get into the backfield, clog things up, and uh, not let their guy Waller uh, find some space up the middle. Third down and five. They need the 31 for a first down. They fake the handoff. McRae has nowhere to go. Now he takes off with it. Taken down short. Short of the first down. And they're going to call a horse collar against LaSalle. The flag goes flying. LaSalle's coaching staff, the LaSalle fan base, not do happy. not like the call. McRae went down short of the first down at about the 29. He needed the 31. The flag will likely negate all of that and give the Hawks a first down. Personal foul, so we don't know whether horse collar... A blow to the head is what they're calling. Head referee points to the side of his head in the temple area and then proceeds to call the personal foul. I mean, we're on, it's opposite side of the field from us, but from here it looked like it was just shoulder to shoulder, a guy trying to stop the runner from gaining that, the, the, yard, the line of uh, you know the first down line, uh, but I guess it was just a little high in their eyes. Well, I'll, gi- I'll give you my analysis of this after this first down and 10 play. Faked. Now they're going to throw over the top. They're pulling at number two, Daryl Simmons. They're not going to call a penalty. Oh, my goodness. Uh, overthrown in my book. <laughs> might, 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 be a, might be a little biased, but that, that didn't look what catchable. What book is that? <laughs> the, he, the jersey was uh, pulled out of the back of his yeah. pants. Meh. Makeup call. <laughs> Fair enough. Make up, make up no call. How about that? Fair enough. You said it, not me. But anyway, the Trey McNeil hit, that's what was actually called. He was pulled down. He wasn't initially going to hit him in the head. Now they're going to throw a screen here. McRae throws it wide, nearly intercepted by Trey McNeil. But McNeil makes the play. This back on the 15-yard penalty, right? Right. He's the one that makes the helmet-to-helmet contact. But he's being pulled down by the linebacker at the time. By that time that Trey McNeil is trying to make that hit, McRae is higher than he is. He's hitting him in the midsection. So then McRae gets pulled down legally by a LaSalle player. At that point... Helmet's going to hit the helmet. That's a very tough call. Yeah, it's it's very it's one of those bang bang kind of plays, and just unfortunate that that the flag did come out there. Third down and ten. McRae shotgun snap comes up the middle. Lemke makes the play. It's going to be just short. Ball did come loose. McNeil has it, but I believe it was down at that point. It's going to be fourth down and one. Hey, this is. I mean, they're gonna go right. They absolutely are inside LaSalle territory. They're at the 47-yard line. They need the 46. Snap, and he's got it. He's going to go for the sneak, and he gets another two yards, a first down for St. Joe's Prep. If Lemke could have made that hit and dropped him right at the 50 instead of giving up that extra three yards as he scrounged forward, maybe you have a different play call there. The little things going St. Joe's prep way right now. 21 to 7 the score. They drive into LaSalle territory. In motion comes Swift. Double reverse here. They're going to give it back to McCray. Over to Swift. On the outside. Makes one man miss. He's going to come back the other way. way All the way to the other side of the field. Cuts inside. LaSalle nearly got the ball loose. A little 
lackadaisical with the football from Swift. Very lucky to hold on to it. And after that, it's actually All a of gain that. of two yards. <laughs> Crazy play. The ball going one way, then the other way, and then back the other way, and then to a pass, and then back to Swift. And, geez, Louise, all that for two yards. Swift may be getting more carries here as we see Christian Waller, number 32, down right at midfield. Also for the Explorers, we have a player down. Number 40 for the Explorers, that's Jason Kessler, the outside linebacker. So Kessler's up a little easier than Waller. The entire St. Joe's Preps coaching staff standing over him. Just an ugly play for, I mean, you get two yards out of it, kind of, I get what they're doing, a little trickeration, back one way, other way, try to, you know, get people moving in, in a certain direction and throw them off, but just from only gaining two yards, now you got one of your top backs down. Is it worth it? Well, <laughs> you know, I mean, a you're not B expecting to, that, a but, to you know. See, I'm not sure just, I see the oh. relationship, but, I mean, I understand what, what you're saying to some extent. What it comes down to there, I have no problem with the play call whatsoever. I think it's actually a, a very good one, and LaSalle yeah, did a great job covering it. to stay in just their gaps. Creating all kinds of confusion and, and just guys moving every direction. It's crazy. But, Rob, what it comes down to is DeAndre Swift with completely no fear to do anything <laughs> he wants on yeah. the field. He feels as if he's in a tight window, no matter what, he's, he can he, get it all yep. the way across the field. And that's what he tried to do there. It's very McCoy-esque. 7.30 to play, clock ticking, second and eight. McCray keeps it. Hit in the backfield, will end up getting one yard as he lunges forward. But a great play by the LaSalle defense. Trey McNeil in there on the stop for the Explorers. Third down and seven. Ball at the 30. Should say 42-yard line. They need the 35 for a first down as they drive left to right into Explorer territory. Again, one, again, probably one of the bigger third downs of the first half here for LaSalle. Snap. Drops back. Throws over the middle. Nearly intercepted, but a great play by Mario Varani. Number 27 dove in front as they were intending to get the ball to Terrence Green. Fourth down and seven. They will bring the punt unit on. I'm not so convinced, Rob. I'm not either. You, you saw them already go for it once, and this... This inside LaSalle like, College High School territory? I, I don't yeah. see it. The punts are very shallow. Looks like Richard Carr is in the backfield, number five. Snap. There he goes. And he's going to take off with it. To the 40. To the 35. Oh. First down and more. Gets out of bounds. Jeez. Inside the 30-yard line to the 27, a first down and 10 upcoming for the prep. Again, I wasn't convinced. I don't yeah, think you were. No I don't one, think anybody no one in, was. No one in the booth was. No one down on the sidelines and in the stands, I'm sure, was. That, that just, you saw it coming and you couldn't stop it. Out comes Marquez McCray and the offense for St. Joseph's prep once again. DeAndre Swift in the backfield. Haven't seen Christian Waller since he went down a few plays ago. 21-7 the score, 6.42 to play second quarter. St. Joe's Prep traveling from left to right. They fake the handoff. They give it off to Carr. Carr can't get to the outside. And the tackle is made half yard from the original line of scrimmage. Nice job by the Explorers. Holding their edge there and doing a great job. You know, again, misdirection by St. Joe's, but they're able to, to stay home, uh, not not let their guy get outside of them and, and bring them down for just 
Rob, no gain. Rob, that play comes down to Trey McNeil, staying on the yep. outside, letting the block come and forcing him inside. Yep. Handoff. Swift. Swift nearly gives the ball up again. Oh. LaSalle ball hunting. It is going to be a gain of nine yards. But in there trying to make the play, Daniel Kutznetsov went for the strip and again, very loose with the football. Yeah. Just, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw it hit the turf a, another time or two here today, but really needs to do a better job of securing that thing. Especially going up the middle the way he is all, all day. He's as good as it gets at the high school level, but I believe there's one Mr. Kirby Smart that may have <laughs> something to say about ball security next year. Handoff to Swift. That should be enough. He's right by the first down marker. Still no signal yet. Up near the 22-yard line. They needed fourth. Wow. Saw a fourth down little fist go up. Fourth down and short. It's be inches right on the line. For the purposes of just saying it, it would be a 34-yard field goal, but I don't see that happening. No. And we <laughs> have an official timeout from the referee. We'll get like a chain gang appearance on the field as they'll take a measurement. Don't let that ball roll with the wind today, Bob. <laughs> An extra. Going to be holding it a little tighter today. An extra gust as the chain gang comes out onto the field. First down, St. Joe's prep. They got it by half of the football. Five seventeen to play second quarter. You're listening to LaSalle College High School football on Bob Long Sports all season long. This the penultimate game of the regular season. From the 18. Shotgun snap to McCray. Delay draw up the middle. Has some room. Kuznetsov in there on the stop, as was number 76, Tyler Whitehead. That's a gain of seven yards. Second down and three. Now as we're, we're getting closer to being in the shadow of your own end zone, time to, to really step up and put, put this drive to an end. Handoff to Swift. Bounces to the outside. Gets to the edge. Into the end zone, a touchdown for DeAndre Swift. This time touched for the first time as he was hit right by the goal line. No matter, muscled through and has his third rushing touchdown of the game. Not the end of we were hoping for for sure, but uh, just a, another excellent effort by Swift. I mean, you, you know where he's going next year and he, he's showing you why. I mean, it's, he's just anytime he touches the ball, it's tough to bring him down. He, he finds the lanes, uh, you know, that for him to take and, and just does his thing kick up and good the wing took it it nearly went wide but that time Tagano puts it through it's 28 to 7 the third touchdown of the game for DeAndre Swift had a season high four touchdowns in the first game of the season had two in the second and then hasn't scored since comes out in a big way against the arch rival LaSalle College High School and just a long and impressive drive by by St. Joe's there I mean uh, you think back at least two fourth down conversions, uh, just just driving driving the ball uh, again, the, almost the length of the field. You know, they started a that drive inside their own ten or right at their own ten, and um, I mean, Lasalle defense really no answer here uh, so far for for the St. Joe's offense. A three touchdown deficit for the Explorers, twenty eight to seven. The score on the third rushing touchdown of the game from University of Georgia commit number seven. DeAndre Swift. 
Anthony Tagano, number 86, on to kick it deep. It's kicked deep and over the head of number 13, Manny Quills, as well as Brett Malley. They let it go into the end zone for a touchback, and the LaSalle offense will start from their own 20. Rob, we talked about it before. The implications of this game, both teams undefeated in Philadelphia Catholic League play. LaSalle 4-2 and two on the year. St. Joseph's Prep unbeaten and number 18 in the country at 6-0. and oh. The winner of this game will put themselves in a very good spot to win the Philadelphia Catholic League. LaSalle needs this win and then likely another win against Archbishop Wood. St. Joe's Prep, with a win here today, will be awarded the Catholic League Championship for 2016. Now the handoff up the middle as LaSalle's back on the field. Cy Madden goes down just at the line of scrimmage. He tried to muscle forward. Second effort got him back to the initial line. And a big, obviously a big drive here for LaSalle. You know, just over four minutes left. Looking maybe for a four-minute drive. Um, work your four-minute offense and, and, you know, if you can punch the ball in, you're, you're setting yourself up. You get the ball at the half and get yourself right back in this. Four minutes left here in the second quarter. Snap low. Lamort got it. Handed it off to Matt, and he has room. Breaks a tackle at the 30-yard line. Continues to drag a St. Joe's prep defender across the 40. A 21-yard gain for Madden. And that, once again, <laughs> is the leading rusher in the Philadelphia Catholic League here in 2016. Eking up towards 1,000 yards. Needed 110 to get there. That 22-yard run, we'll call it, is one-fifth on its own of the way there. I no words left for this kid. It's just impressive the way he runs the ball every time they hand it off to him and uh, shown again here today why why he is their featured back. Hand off to Madden, gets to the outside. Stiff arm gets him up to the 50, cuts across, and is down to the 45-yard line inside the 45 to the 44. Making the hit was Richard Carr, lost his helmet on the play. Inside Madden, even though he's a little guy, has a way of doing that to you. His runs are like a ton of bricks coming at you. Just I. Wouldn't want to find myself in, in his path, uh, you know, trying to bring him down because it's, it's just, it's not, it's not easy. It's not an easy thing to do, and, uh, I mean, it, it, it's just impressive the way this kid runs the ball. LaSalle now moves into St. Joseph's prep territory at the Hawks 44, first and 10. Lamort in the shotgun. Madden alongside him. In motion goes Manny Quills. Quills is going to... It's going to oh. faked, and now it's thrown, intercepted by the offensive lineman. The fake came to Quills. Lamort tried to throw the screen, almost turned and threw it before he even knew who was there. He was getting hit on the play, threw it over the middle. Ryan Bryce, the big defensive lineman with the interception, brought back to the 42-yard line of LaSalle, and St. Joe's Prep finds themselves in the driver's seat now. With the ball, up three touchdowns, 3.22 to play in the first half. Not not the throw you wanted to see from from Tommy Lamorte. It went right into the stomach of the offensive lineman, and like you said, Bob, threw it probably well before he was ready or even knew who was there, and uh, just a really costly turnover here at an important juncture of this one. Pistol here for St. Joe's Prep. They fake the handoff. McCray is going to go deep. Throws over the top, looking for Swift. A bit too far. Falls to the turf in the end zone. Swift. Was there at the three, outstretched the arm, had no chance, however. Had a step or two on his guy, too, and so that was a little more on target. Uh, or maybe if he made his break a little sooner, it's 
you're, you're talking about a big play yeah, there in, on a quick strike right right after getting the turnover. We talked with one of the managers of St. Joe's Prep before this game to tidy up our roster and to make sure that there were no unknown injuries that we didn't know about. And his comment was, Swift is 100%. Handoff to Swift. They try to get the football. They're unable to pull it from him. Flag is down at the line of scrimmage. It was thrown as soon as the ball was snapped. So this may be an illegal formation with five men in the backfield, but we'll await the call. He was taken down at the line of scrimmage, second and ten as it stands. That's an illegal shift against St. Joe's Prep, and Rob, it's that flag where and when it was thrown that gives that away. Yep. And, yeah, you're definitely going to decline that. It looked like there might have been actually a loss yep. in that play. So, so a loss of two. And it's actually third, third down and 12. Yes, sir. Snap to McCray. Uh, throws it over the top. Where they, will they call this uncatchable? Tom Flavin just took a straight grab to Daryl Simmons. Ball was well out of bounds. We'll see. They're going to give it. Yes, They're indeed. They're calling it anyway. Pass interference against LaSalle. So now it will be, after the runoff, we'll get the call from the officials here, will be a first down automatic for St. Joe's Prep. It's another big third down. You know, you had a chance to, to get off the field, and LaSalle unable to do so that time via penalty. You know, that's just Flavin getting beat there. I mean, yep. he grabbed and pulled. Catchable got away. I mean, Was it him that got away with it earlier? No, no. I believe it, it may have been. Yes, it was. So that time he, you know, couldn't hide it that time. I formation at the 30 of LaSalle. Handoff to Swift. Cuts up the middle. Still gets about four or five yards. The man... Is very, very impressive, but it was much better gap coverage by the Explorers. Didn't let them bounce outside, which is Swift's favorite place to be. Clock ticks. Two minutes, 40 seconds to play. St. Joe's Prep leading 28-7, to trying to tack on here before the end of the first half. Marquez McCray, eye formation, drops back, throws a lob. Over the top, too far. Trey McNeil on coverage. They were looking for Terrence Green. A nice job by McNeil. Even if that ball came close, it looked like he was there in coverage. He would have been able to get it, at least a hand on it or a hit in there, maybe jar it loose. But nevertheless, overthrown and another third down here for LaSalle. Trey McNeil, a tough matchup defensively. Terrence Green, the leading receiver for the Hawks this season. Third down and five. McCray. And now we have a whistle, a timeout by LaSalle. Third down and five upcoming after this. 2.27 to play first half. LaSalle trailing 28-7 to and trying to hold on here, prevent another score. You're listening to Explorer Football on Bob Long Sports, and this portion of today's game brought to you by Howland Hess O'Connell. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215 287 
1-800-357-9292 or C-U-P Wawa. Welcome back after the timeout from LaSalle. Third down and five. They need the 20. McCray takes the snap. Nobody's moving. And he goes down. Nobody moved. Palms to the sky on the outside from DeAndre Swift. He doesn't know what happened. And now it's a fourth down after a big sack. McCray was the only one that moved after the ball was snapped. It's an odd little play there. I, you know, we're we're coming back from the timeout. Maybe St. Joe's was still in a timeout. I, you know, well, the players were on the field. They were. were You gotta gotta be ready. You know, they weren't and costly there. Now a timeout by St. Joe's Prep. It'll be fourth and twelve from the thirty-one yard line of LaSalle College High School. So maybe the break you need. Two eleven to play, first half. Twenty-one, I should say, twenty-eight. Seven St. Joe's Prep, a 21-point deficit for the Explorers. And it looked like that timeout by LaSalle. I think they're trying to conserve time here as the, the clock winds down in the half. Uh, see what happens here and if they can't save some time so they can answer on the other side of the ball. Fourth down and 12. McCray alone in the backfield. Shotgun snap. Holds. Fires over the middle. It's behind Swift. Dropped. And it's first down LaSalle. The drop is a little harsh there. It was a bad <laughs> throw. Swift barely got a hand on it. And it's first down for the Explorers. Would have been one of the sickest high school, high school catches I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> reaching behind him that way, one hand, very Odell Beckham-esque. LaSalle will now get the football at their own 31-yard line. They need to move down the field here and ideally get some points. They get a second chance after the defense comes up big. Here's Lamort in the shotgun, trips to the outside. Lamort takes the snap, drops back, looks. Now goes up the middle with it. Did a nice job to get about four yards where there really wasn't anything out there. Second down and six upcoming. Clock ticks under two minutes to go. Three touchdown deficit for LaSalle. Certainly going to need to go get some points here on this drive. LaSalle will get the ball to start the second half. Big swing one way or the other. Lamort drops back. Now rolls to the outside. Has no room. Got out of the pocket and threw it out of bounds. Having that argument on the other side, Rob, that's not intentional grounding. uh, Outside the pocket, past, past the line of scrimmage. And out of bounds. Yes, sir. Oh, oh. Flag comes in late. That's a bad call, Rob. It's an awful call. That's nowhere close to the pocket. Goes past the line of they're, scrimmage and out of bounds. It's, they're pretty much just, standing where he threw the ball. It's just not the right call. Nevertheless, 134 to play. 28-7, to seven, and LaSalle now has a third and long. Perhaps a third and 18, it looks like, from here. Rather, you know, something we've sort of talked about throughout, but not really in collective. Penalties this first half have been really, really rough uh, for LaSalle in a number of ways. 
And a, a huge one there that, that, you know, shouldn't have been. Now from the shotgun, Lamort takes a look around. Two receivers to the near side, two on the far side. Quick throw and catch. Malley makes the play. Tries to get out of bounds. Why? That's going to be well short. It's now fourth down. They rule him out of bounds because he stuck the football out. 27-yard line. Yeah, you're well short. I don't know why. Now they're punting it. Well short of the first. I mean, you got to let the clock run there. There's, It's not like you're going to go for it here deep in your own territory on fourth. You don't want to leave St. Joe's with time to do something again with, with the ball on offense for themselves. And, and three timeouts. Yep. Now Wells. Heels on the 13. Timeout will be called by LaSalle. Third and final for the Explorers. One twenty-six to play second quarter. And We'll take this opportunity to remind you that coming up next, the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show, presented by our friends at Howland Hess O'Connell, the law firm in the suburbs of Philadelphia. For over 150 years, the attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell have been serving families and businesses in Philadelphia, Montgomery, and Bucks County. Whether you've been hurt in an accident, you're involved in a commercial or real estate transaction, or you're securing your family's financial future at Howland Hess O'Connell, we devote our full attention and expertise to you. The attorneys at Hall and Hess O'Connell are available now at 215-287-9292. That's C-U-P-W-A-W-A. Call 215-287-9292 or visit us now at hallandhess.com. Making me hungry, Bob. You love it, man. I know you love it. <laughs> Fourth down and 14. Wells set to kick it deep. Not as good of a punt this time, but they let it bounce. And now Green picks it up, able to somehow maintain possession, but dropped inside the 40-yard line. So ended up being a decent punt after all from Wells. And Green took a chance he did not need to take. Now, fortunate to to still hold on to that ball, too, because he touches it, puts it on the ground. LaSalle gets it. Talk about a fourth down conversion. (laughs) 76 seconds to play here in this first half. St. Joe's Prep takes over at their own 35-yard line, moving from left to right. On comes Marquez McRae, quarterback for St. Joe's Prep, dressed in the all-white uniforms with the maroon helmet. And big test here for LaSalle because, you know, the, we talked about at the top, big plays on the passing game are a problem for them, so need to prevent that here. Here may be another one. Kari Jones takes the screen and goes down. A nice play on the outside. Austin Lemke, number 44. Tracked him down and made the stop. Timeout by St. Joe's Prep. Kari Jones did his best to try to get out of bounds, but could not. So the first timeout of the half burned by the Hawks. Remind you at this point that we are not done here at Bob Long Sports once the football season ends for LaSalle. No, in fact, we will be back for LaSalle College High School Explorer Basketball as well as Explorer Hockey. So join us all season long for basketball and you know maybe a little bit more infrequently on the hockey but we'll do everything we can to get out and call some games at the rinks it's a, a great team once again that Wally Mulebronner brings back and of course we're very very excited to work with Joe Dempsey and the LaSalle College High School Explorer basketball team they have been very supportive of us throughout the years and, and we hope that we've provided a good product for them so excited to see both of those teams in action you can listen to all those games whether you're halfway across the country whether you're out of town 
Whatever it may be, a reason you can't make it to the game, Bob Long Sports is here for you. Second down and seven. A minute nine to play. McCray in the shotgun. He has Swift to his left. Quick pass out and catch, uh, caught made there by Swift. So Swift actually doubled out wide. It was Kari Jones, number one, in the backfield. Number seven, Swift, made the play. That's enough for a first down up to the 45-yard line. They'll now need the 45-yard line of LaSalle for a first down. That play, Rob, only took four seconds off the clock. Snap to McCray. Drops back. Looking for help. McNeil couldn't make the play, and he throws it out of bounds. McCray goes down. Garrett Zobel knocked him down. St. Joe's Prep looking for a late hit. I don't think you're going to necessarily get that call after the intentional grounding from Pryor. <laughs> not, not, that, not that time, I guess. Second down and ten. A minute three to play? Only two seconds <laughs> came off the clock there. Now inside handoff. Swift has some room up to the 50. Bounces outside. Bounces outside again. Now tries to go upfield. Won't get anywhere. Goes backwards and runs out of bounds. At the 49-yard line, they wave the clock forward. Forward, forward progress. progress as he was knocked yep. out of bounds. I think that's a very tough call <laughs> for one. But uh, nevertheless, called very enthusiastically and confidently. <laughs> St. Joe's with two times. I mean, they're not going to use one here. Yeah, clock ticks under 35 seconds. Delaying. Now McCray snaps it with 30 seconds to go. Throws long over the top. Has a man. Caught. Touchdown. St. Joe's prep. Jesus. Yeah. Terrence Green. <laughs> oh, that's a. 51 yards. Runs down the field past Trey McNeil for the touchdown. McCray hit him in between the numbers. A wonderful pass from the quarterback. And St. Joe's prep really, really puts a big feather into their cap going into the half. It's 34-7, awaiting the extra point. High snap. They get it down. Tagano up. Tagano, good. 35-7. 21.5 seconds show on the clock. And LaSalle, while they get the ball to start the second half, have a very large deficit to overcome. It's 35-7. to seven. Yeah, it's going to be a, a long road back um, in, in this one for them. Uh, just a, a tough way to go into the half. I mean, you had the clock running on St. Joe's and, you know, looked like, you know, they were going to take some shots and they just weren't able to, to fall back and uh, no pass rush to, to speak of. And... Um, I just kind of unthink un, un, it's it's just a rough way to go into the half. I mean, twenty one point five seconds to play. Anthony Tagano out onto the field to kick it deep. Back deep to receive for the Explorers. Sophomore sensations: Manny Quills, Brett Malley. They kick it short. Seamus Heckard is right there, makes the play at the 45. They kicked it right at him, and Heckard makes the play. Now LaSalle's going to get good field position. Only two seconds came off the clock there. You have to question that decision or that or just Tagano mishit it. Yeah, only two seconds came off the clock. 
Yeah, it looked like he was trying to squib it. Just didn't. I mean, you usually don't squib it right no. at a guy. Yeah, <laughs> in theory. Then that that all said, Hecker did a nice job yeah, to, to fall not on fumble it. that ball yep. or not let it bounce off him to corral it without a rebound, if you will, to bring in a hockey reference, as we'll be calling <laughs> LaSalle. Hockey coming up this season. Now the I formation in motion comes Maley. Snap to Lamort. Draw here comes to Madden. Has room up to the 50. Breaks one tackle there. Gets up to the 47. No timeouts. So that'll be the last play of the half. He needed a first down there to even stop the clock momentarily. And LaSalle's going to give up the fight to put up that uh, another play, to get another play in. So that's the end of the first half. 35-7, to LaSalle Trail. St. Joe's Prep came out and blitzed him right away with a fumble recovery, 47 yards for a touchdown. Then three touchdowns from DeAndre Swift in the last a 51-yard touchdown pass from Marquez McRae to Terrence Green, and that's how you get to this point. Cy Madden scored the only touchdown for the LaSalle Explorers, and we'll take our break. LaSalle gets the ball to start to the second half, and uh, they will certainly need to move quickly. We'll be back on the other side with the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show, and it's right here on Bob Long Sports. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CU. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at elmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's elmarksigns.com. 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. ElmarkSigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Hi, this is Rob Stott with Bob Long Sports. BLS is the official host of the pregame show for the Philadelphia Soul. Be sure to tune in before every home game for featured interviews with head coach Clint Dolzell and quarterback Dan Radabaugh as well as player profiles. We even get the opportunity to speak with AFL Commissioner Scott Butera. Commissioner of the Arena Football League, Scott Butera on the line. You do a tremendous job. I, I, you know, all the you know, local broadcast teams, you know, by far, Philadelphia is the gold standard in our league. You know, I wish they all could be like that because you really understand our game. You promote it well. And... So be sure to tune in 30 minutes before every home game and check at Bob Long Sports on Twitter for programming updates. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. 
However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. Hey, Bob Long Sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports Network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. BobLongSports.com gives you not only the best radio broadcasts on the internet, but plenty of articles as well. Stay up to date on your Penn State football team. Stay up to date on college football, the MLB, the NFL, and every other major sport out there. Tune in to all the radio shows and be sure to check our website regularly to see what content we have up now. And when you hear that jingle... Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. You know you're in the right place. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Welcome to the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show on Bob Long Sports. And welcome into the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show here on Bob Long Sports with Bob Long and Rob Stott. The score here at Plymouth White Marsh High School Colonial Field is 35-7 St. Joe's Prep leads and it'll be LaSalle to receive the football 
in the second half. LaSalle 5 and 2 on the year. St. Joe's Prep still to this point unbeaten. Number 1 in Southern Eastern PA, one of the favorites if not the favorite in the state of Pennsylvania and the number 18 team in the country. DeAndre Swift has two, make it three rushing touchdowns this year and or I should say this game and he only had six coming into the game, four of which in the first game he played, two of which in the second. He's been hampered by injury over the course of the year. We were told before the game he's now 100%. Uh, I don't doubt that status anymore. Rob, your thoughts on what we saw in the first half? Yeah, I mean, it, it was a, a rough first half for the Explorers. Um, just, you know, you had the good start. You get you get the turnover uh, on Prep's first drive, and, uh, and it was sort of almost all downhill from there. You get you get uh, your next drive, um, you know, the, the fumble for that was returned for a touchdown, and Prep really hasn't looked back. I mean, LaSalle's been hampered by penalties today, uh, giving up big third-down conversions, um, and just really no answer for, for Prep's offense. You got, you know, like you said, thunder and lightning in the backfield for them, and it, that's showed through. Swift in his first real game back uh, is, is dominating um, play. And, you know, it's not that LaSalle's offenses look bad. It's just that they, the defense really has no answer. They're giving up points every drive. And um, for LaSalle, it's, it's really been – you know, a, a very narrow margin of error for them, and uh, they're they're not really finding a way to to stay within that margin right now. So, um, a, a rough first half, but you know, look for them to come out, make some adjustments in the second during halftime, and uh, come out here and and try to to salvage this one in the second half. Right now, we are watching rugby sevens, and this was part of the planned halftime entertainment. Well, I'd certainly think there would be an issue if it wasn't planned, but <laughs> figure the need to, to at least say that. St. Joe's Prep against LaSalle, the Rugby Sevens team that will be competing in the state championships later this year. And this, a, a medium, if you will, a mouthpiece for rugby here at the high school level. It's something that LaSalle started just a few years back and a lot of momentum that we've seen for this program, a lot of excitement about it. And you see scrums right now, St. Joe's Prep deep in LaSalle territory. Again, a game where you can lateral the football. Uh, you can't really go down with Ooh. it. I mean, the ball never really goes dead. And, uh, and you can, <laughs> you can no. certainly get injured, as we saw. Yeah, you can. Blowing hit no pads. on the one side. But <laughs> that's one thing um, that's going on here at halftime, a little bit of entertainment here. LaSalle versus St. Joe's Prep. And, you know, a little more on this rivalry, Rob. This is a rivalry that's been won 36 times by LaSalle, won 47 times by St. Joe's Prep. It's a game that... Well, at least in this century, is usually led to some crowning of a PCL champion, usually two of the top, if not the two top teams in this league. And, and today really is, is no different in that both teams were undefeated coming into this game, the only two teams in the Red Division that were undefeated in Philadelphia Catholic League play. The other one that you would think of up there, Archbishop Wood, has just the one loss. It was to St. Joe's Prep, a game that was on national television, ESPNU, on September the 16th. And Next week, it'll be LaSalle against Archbishop Wood. And unless LaSalle can come back and win this game here today, it'll be prep as champions and LaSalle fighting for second in the red. Yeah, and it, I mean, just back to our time at school uh, at LaSalle, you, you think to all the big games in, it, uh, in any sport. It wasn't just football. It's soccer. It's wrestling uh, for me. For basketball, you got hockey, baseball, everything. It's LaSalle and St. Joe's. You think about the, the pep rallies uh, that were had. This is This is what... This is what everything boils down to. Uh, as we got, it looks like a long touchdown. Is it touchdowns in in rugby? <laughs> what do they, what do they call this? <laughs> it's a score. It's a score. There it's we go. A long score for LaSalle. That's 
some excitement on the field, but that, that's pretty cool. And, you know, when it's against St. Joe's, no matter what it is, whether it's rugby, any sport, it, this is this is, uh, this is is what it's all about right yes, here. A great touchdown run. Not the best drop kick I've ever seen, <laughs> but nonetheless a great scoring opportunity and uh, and consummation for the LaSalle Explorers <laughs> rugby team. But this is, uh, this is a lot of fun here, certainly without a doubt. You mentioned those other sports. How about that LaSalle soccer team? How about Number them? one in the regular season going into the playoffs, a 2 nothing win against St. Joseph's Prep yesterday. And then they will play on Wednesday at UGH against Archbishop Wood in the Philadelphia Catholic League semifinals. Two I, wish, I wish I had some sort of yeah. broadcast update for you, you at know? this point. That will be to determine. Nothing announced as of yet, um, but, but stay tuned to our programming page. We'll see if, if there's anything we can do. And, and shout out to, to Coach McCaff, you know, holding on to that, that big bushy beard right now. He's hoping that uh, you know, he made the promise that he wouldn't shave it until they win the championship, win a title. Uh, and uh, looking, you know, Boy, no, don't win, otherwise knock, on, full year. knock on some wood because, I mean, it's, it's getting – it's getting long right <laughs> right now. I'm, I'm sure you know it, teachers might be. I'm sure they're you know ribbing them uh, in the hall. So I, I know he wants it gone. So <laughs> it looks like they're on 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 pace to do that. But uh, best of luck and like we said, knock on wood for them and uh, good luck in in the uh, in their next match. Lasalle versus St. Joe's Prep, a wonderful rivalry here. St. Joe's Prep getting the better of this one, 35 to seven. They lead over the five and two Explorers. St. Joe's Prep still unbeaten. Went and played a really tough schedule early and had Archbishop Wood scheduled on the third weekend of the season. They got through that gauntlet. DeAndre Swift went down. He came back at the right time. They lead by 28. LaSalle will get the football when we come back. You've been listening to the Howlin' Hess O'Connell Halftime Show right here on Bob Long Sports. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy, Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215 9292 or C U P Wawa. L Mark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, L Mark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. L Mark delivers high quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com, 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Lmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. lmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Hi, this is Rob Stott with Bob Long Sports. BLS is the official host of the pregame show for the Philadelphia Soul. Be sure to tune in before every home game for featured interviews with head coach Clint Dolzell and quarterback Dan Radabaugh, as well as player profiles. We even get the opportunity to speak with AFL Commissioner Scott Butera. Commissioner of the Arena Football League, Scott Butera on the line. You do a tremendous job. I, I, you know, all the you know, local broadcast teams, you know, by far Philadelphia is the gold standard in our league. 
you know, I wish they all could be like that because you really understand our game. You promote it well. And- so be sure to tune in 30 minutes before every home game and check at Bob Long Sports on Twitter for programming updates. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. Hey, Bob Long Sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. BobLongSports.com gives you not only the best radio broadcasts on the internet, but plenty of articles as well. Stay up to date on your Penn State football team. Stay up to date on college football, the MLB, the NFL, and every other major sport out there. Tune in to all the radio shows and be sure to check our website regularly to see what content we have up now. And when you hear that jingle... Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. You know you're in the right place. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate, and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at dunphyford.com. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy, Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287-9292 or C-U-P Wawa. Check out. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. 
Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com, 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. lmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Hi, this is Rob Stott with Bob Long Sports. BLS is the official host of the pregame show for the Philadelphia Soul. Be sure to tune in before every home game for featured interviews with head coach Clint Dolzell and quarterback Dan Radabaugh, as well as player profiles. We even get the opportunity to speak with AFL Commissioner Scott Butera. Commissioner of the Arena Football League, Scott Butera on the line. You do a tremendous job. I, I, you know, of all the you know, local broadcast teams, you know, by far, Philadelphia is the gold standard in our league. You know, I wish they all could be like that because you really understand our game. You promote it well. And- so be sure to tune in 30 minutes before every home game and check at Bob Long Sports on Twitter for programming updates. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. Hey, Bob Long Sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports Network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. BobLongSports.com gives you not only the best radio broadcasts on the Internet, but plenty of articles as well. Stay up to date on your Penn State football team. Stay up to date on college football, the MLB, the NFL, and every other major sport out there. Tune in to all the radio shows and be sure to check our website regularly to see what content we have up now. And when you hear that jingle, Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. You know you're in the right place. We 
welcome you back to Colonial Stadium on the campus of Plymouth White Marsh High School. LaSalle College High School football is here on Bob Long Sports, and we bring you the games all season long. It's Bob Long and Rob Stott alongside. St. Joe's Prep has a 35-7 lead against the Explorers of LaSalle. 24 minutes of regulation time away from the Philadelphia Catholic League title that eluded them in the year 2015. The catch, the game, 29-28. Last year, LaSalle beat St. Joseph's Prep in the playoffs, and that was a title that they desperately wanted. It was a state title run that they were not a part of as a result of that. And this team here, different mindset, a similar type game in the regular season. St. Joe's Prep blew the doors off LaSalle in the regular season. The Explorers came back, beat them in the championship game. As we mentioned at the top of this broadcast, Rob, it's a different story this year. Because of the realignments in Philadelphia Catholic League and specifically PIAA that filters down to the Catholic League, you now have six levels of football, four of which are played at the Catholic League level, and you wouldn't want necessarily to have that many titles given away. They reverted back to the blue and red division format for assigning titles, and since the playoffs still have to be done through PIAA standards, the Philadelphia Catholic League playoffs, as we know them, are now extinct. So the Catholic League title champion will be crowned on these fields during this regular season, and 24 minutes of football action, unless LaSalle can come back, it would be St. Joe's Prep as your 2016 Catholic League champions. The days of improbable playoff runs for these explorers are over, as we talked about. Got to do it in the regular season. It's got to be done now. Every every game matters, so it's not that they don't anyway, but you know you, you can't rely on those uh, sort of improbable runs in the postseason. Um, maybe a team that sort of backs into the playoffs, not going to be the case anymore. Uh, this is This is when it's got to get done, and... It's how it is, so you got to live with it and, and make it happen here and now. LaSalle would need a win today and against Archbishop Wood to guarantee themselves the title. It would go to a three-way tie if LaSalle were to win here today and then lose to Archbishop Wood, assuming that Prep would beat Ryan. But it starts now for the Explorers. If they want to get back into this one, Tagano kicks it deep. Caught by uh, Manny Quills. Manny Quills sneaks up past the 30, past the 35, and down at the 37-yard line. A nice run on what was an awkward catch. Stepped right in front of his teammate, Malley, to make the play, and then Quills went upfield. It almost looked like uh, <laughs> he, he was jumping into his, the arms. We watched during halftime the, the rugby match, and you see the throw-ins from the sideline. It almost had a, a little bit of that feel to it. But, uh, you know, able to, to get some good field position to start here the second half, and... Uh, Let's get rolling. Ball spotted at the 37-yard line. The Explorers own 37. Lamort into the shotgun, a tight formation with two receivers to the far side. Now Malley comes in motion. They give it to him on the jet sweep. Good block from Cy Madden, and Malley has some room up past the 50-yard line to the 49 of St. Joe's Prep. A gain of 14 and a first down. Excellent play. That's the the same jet sweep we saw that, uh, you know, LaSalle's first drive of the game that was put on the ground they, they've gone back to it many times here uh during this one and shown that when they execute it, it it works well for them you know they get the guys moving to the outside and uh the line's able to secure their blocks and a, a nice pickup on first down here to start the second half and that block from Cy Madden was what that was all about now they hand it off to Madden he goes backwards that's a loss of three second and 13 upcoming Madden came into this half with 101 yards rushing so 101 yards in 24 minutes of play. They back him up three. He's now got 98 on the day. 
and now needs 12 yards for 1,000 yards in the regular season, was just nine yards away before that three-yard loss. Second and 12, they're back into their own territory at their own 48. One receiver to each side, ball in the near hash, shotgun snap, handoff to Madden, gets up the middle, past the 50, runs over a defender, and gets to the 46-yard line of St. Joe's Prep. Make that six yards to go to to a thousand there for Madden. So a nice little counter play by him, taking a step to his left and then back through a hole on his right, uh, up to, to you know create what's a third and manageable for these explorers. But uh, see what they can do here. Third down and seven. Lamort empty set. Well, St. Joe's prep shifts on the line. Lamort drops back, throws over the middle. A lot of contact holding. No flag thrown in there on coverage was Ricky Goodson guarding Tom Flavin. Fourth down and seven, and the Explorer offense may remain on the field. Lamort is limping. He got crushed there at the end of that play. He's had that calf issue for most of the season. That time looked a little bit more laboring getting back on the field after getting the call from Brett Gordon. Fourth and seven. They need the 39 of St. Joe's prep for a first down. Snap. Drops back. Has time. Throws over the middle. Intercepted. Ricky Goodson at the 40. At the 50. Taken down by Joey Burnham at the 48-yard line of LaSalle. But it's another interception. The second of the game for, Cy, or for uh, I should say, Tommy Lamort. And now there's a late flag that comes in back at the 36-yard line of St. Joe's Prep. I see one on either side of the field, too. We have one on the near 30 over here and over by the far hashtag around the 36. The hashtag? I'm sorry, hashtag. (laughs) Hash mark. Ooh, I'm too tied into social media, Bob. (laughs) Get me off the Twitters. (laughs) So now we're waiting for the call. LaSalle offense remains on the field. It's a defensive holding call against St. Joe's Prep. Big That's call. a five-yard penalty call. and an automatic first down. Wipe out the interception. It wasn't an awful throw from Lamort, no. a little bit behind, but Tom Flavin just never looked for the football. Never never turned around, and I, where he ended up is, is I mean, it doesn't matter at this point, but where, where the ball ended up at the end of that interception was essentially if they didn't convert on fourth down anyway there, but... Uh, you know, a very fortunate penalty and a new set of downs for LaSalle. LaSalle fakes the handoff. Lamort off to Burnham, drops it off. A nice play. He runs right over the defender. And now a late flag comes in. Phil O'Connor was who Burnham ran over. And the flag came over at the tail end of the play. Should be against St. Joe's prep. LaSalle seems to think so. That's a personal foul against the defense of St. Joe's Prep. Mark him off half the distance to the goal. So something we saw in the first half was LaSalle, uh, you know, being burned by penalties. This first drive here, the second half, coming to help him out here. So now they'll start marking him off. So that's now approximately 12 and a half yards marked off, half the distance to the goal. First down and 10 from the 12 and a half yard line. Wait, 
Shotgun snap comes to Lamore. Handed off to Cy Madden. Madden gets inside the 10, inside the 5, to the end zone. Touchdown, LaSalle. Madden in there for 6. 1,000 yards rushing on the year. What a run from Cy Madden. Great blocking on the outside. And LaSalle now gets 13 points on the board, awaiting a Mike Wells extra point. But that's the drive they needed, Rob, to start the second half. Just an excellent job there by Madden. Uh, you know, had, had wide open you know, field in front of him on the, you know, coming from his right to left across the line. Just blocking was perfect. Everything perfect on that play. And uh, just an impressive, impressive drive by LaSalle. And way to cap it off for, for Madden getting his 1,000 yards. And, and uh, what's that now, 11 touchdowns on the season. So just an incredible year for him continues. And uh, a great answer by LaSalle. Madden rushed for 1,200 yards and 14 touchdowns last year. He's getting up there this year. Another fantastic campaign from the senior tailback. 35-14 to 14 the score as Wells put it up and through, and that time he really used his leg, put it out of the stadium, outside the track. A really nice kick from Wells and a really nice drive from the LaSalle Explorers. Still with a lot of work cut out for them, but they trail by 21 with 9.26 to play in the third quarter. So now it's time for the defense here. You know, their first chance on the field of the the second half. So let's see if what kind of adjustments adjustments they might have made at halftime and uh, see if, you know, if you're thinking about this score, Bob, if you're looking at the scoreboard, it doesn't look good. But if you think about it like this, it's only 5-2. to 5-2. Two. Five to two. You're three touchdowns back, uh, three possessions. That's all you need. So just a couple of stops. Certainly going to need stops here. Mike Wells will kick it deep for the Explorers to St. Joe's Prep, where Terrence Green stands deep, along with Marquez Mason. They're going to kick it, a, an onside kick. Ball is loose, and LaSalle picks it up. LaSalle has the football at the 37-yard line of St. Joe's Prep. Woo! Luke Sabia recovers for LaSalle. It wasn't the best onside kick I've ever seen. St. Joe's it Prep kept moving. They, they had everything they needed to make the play, but it goes through the arms of Bradley Cobaw and Luke Sabia there to recover. It Here kept, comes the offense onto the field. It kept moving and it, you know, through through the arms like you mentioned and just found it, you know, at the no man's land. I mean, no one was there to really fall on it, and Sabia comes up and makes an excellent play for the explorers and sets them up here for another. Great possession. Delay for Cy Madden. A lot of room. Gets past the one tackler inside the 30. Knocked out of bounds at the 29-yard line. A gain of nine and a second down and one upcoming for the Explorers. And you can feel it, Bob. This, I mean, the, the, from everything in the booth to you got the Explorer fans, the section right in front of us, you can, you can kind of feel it. It's feeling the momentum. It's, it's swinging. Need to cap off this drive with a touchdown without a doubt. But the momentum, Rob, may be swinging. Onto the field comes Austin Lemke. A rarely used role for him. He'll be on the edge as a tight end. Comes in motion. Snap. Hand off to Madden. Drilled in the backfield. Ryan Bryce made the stop in the backfield. It's third and two, and that's the same Ryan Bryce that intercepted Tom Lamort earlier in the game. A big day for him on the D-line. Just no backside blocking there for the Explorers, and he was able to, to just find Madden in the backfield and 
Still third and manageable, so a, a big play here for LaSalle. Third and in between two and three yards. Eye formation for the Explorers. They need the 28-yard line of St. Joe's Prep. Thought they jumped. No call made. Now he rolls to the outside. Lemke drops the football. Lamort threw it a little bit behind him. Lemke unable to bring it in, however. Fourth down and about three for the Explorers. And you're going for it. You're going for it here. You don't onside kick it in a situation like this to then punt it away. Got to go for it here. That's tough, Rob. A catch oh. there would have put him a half yard past the sticks for a first down. It would have. And I thought looking at it, Lamore might have had some enough space. He could have, as he kept rolling, kept the ball and picked up the first down. But here comes the snap. Rush, throw, caught by Malley. Cuts inside to the 15, to the 10, to the 5. Hit at the 5, dives for the end zone. Oh, they're going to mark him down. Oh, what a stretch. What a stretch, but just unable to get into the, get it across the goal line and down at the one, but incredible conversion there on third down for the – or fourth down, sorry, for the Explorers. Rob, that's play call right yeah. there. That's seeing the prep defense and the space they're given. Yep. Brett Malley, three steps, cut hard inside, a great slant. Tom Lamort hit him on the numbers. Timeout by St. Joe's Prep. LaSalle now inside the one-yard line. They trail by three touchdowns. A score here would make it 35-20 to 20 before the extra point upcoming from Wells. Could put them down 14 points here and two touchdowns offensively before St. Joe's Prep even touches the football here in the second half. And think back to LaSalle's first sustained drive of the, the, the game, really, uh, early in the first quarter. They got to this point, and... St. Joe's Prep was able to, to put on the goal line stand and you know stop the Explorers at their own one-yard line from punching it in. Need a different story here, uh, a different finish to this drive. Um, really puts them back in this one. Unbelievable here early in the second half. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm sure you might give Madden a chance, but I, I'd love to see, you know, Lamort tuck it maybe on a little play action. It's working right now um, for the Explorers, but we'll see what they call. First down. End goal, 8-19 to play, third quarter. And now offside, offside St. Joe's Prep. They completely ran over the center before the ball was even snapped. Rob, I wouldn't even be surprised to see a personal foul type yeah, that call was, there. Yeah, that was a bit ridiculous. It'll be first down... And a half yard closer. Well inside the one now. 8.19 to play. First down and goal for the Explorers. They trail 35-14. to 14. Looking to climb back into this one. Eye formation. Snap. Handoff. Burnham. In there. Touchdown, LaSalle. Snuck forward for the Touchdown. And the Explorers now trail 35-20. to 20. Chance for Wells to come on and tack the extra point. And LaSalle is right back in this game. I mean, two-score game now. Uh, only, what, four minutes into the second half, and St. Joe's Prep has yet to touch the ball. Unbelievable start to the second half for, for the Explorers. Kick from Wells is up, and it is good. Once again, out of the stadium, Wells feeling the momentum as well. Big boot from him. 
And LaSalle now trails by just 14 points. Take this opportunity to remind you that this portion of today's game brought to you by our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Wonderful dealership run by LaSalle graduate Kevin Dunphy. He sent his kids here as well. 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast. DunphyFord.com, that's where you can find them. More good news on the LaSalle Explorer front. LaSalle College High School cross country champions today of the Philadelphia Catholic League. 30-34, to 34, low scores are better in cross country, over Cardinal O'Hara. That's per brother James Butler, and we appreciate that factoid here on Bob Long Sports. Channel the momentum from Belmont Plateau <laughs> and bring it here northward to Plymouth White Marsh High School. Now they're only going to put one man deep, St. Joe's Prep. Anthony Scott Nagy at the 10-yard line. The rest of the hands team on for St. Joseph's Prep, all within that 10-yard window from the 50 to the 40. If you pooch it right into that no-man's land again. They kick it deep. deep. Into the end zone it goes. A long kick from Mike Wells, and the LaSalle defense will come onto the field with renewed energy, renewed enthusiasm. See if they can't keep it going. The offense has done its job here early in the second half. Now it's time for the Explorers' defense to really step up. Uh, you know, stay on their men. Don't don't get beat deep. You know, <laughs> contain Swift and and everything that you know St. Joe's has been throwing at them here in early in this one. And uh, I mean, a, a big big drive here for for these these guys. Snap to Marquez McCray. They throw over the middle. Catch made by Kari Jones. Nice play. Devin Smith on the outside took him down after a gain of four. Up to the 24-yard line. Second and six. Second and six. McCray. Snap. Hand off. Long way down the field. DeAndre Swift runs away from everybody all the way to the house. 76 yards, his fourth touchdown of the game. And that, the most electrifying of them all. Devin Smith, Manny Quills, the safeties, thought they may have had a look. The angle was cut off pretty quickly when you have that breakaway speed. DeAndre Swift puts St. Joe's prep up 41-21. to Anthony Tagano. Kick is up. And the kick is good. 42 to 21. St. Joe's Prep answers in just two plays. An 80 yard drive capped by a 76 yard run from number seven, the senior, headed to the Bulldogs of Georgia in Athens, DeAndre Swift. Now LaSalle back onto the field. They will get the ball back. And a, uh, just a tough series there for, I wouldn't even call it a series, two plays uh, for LaSalle. But, uh, you know, the offense has to, they're rolling right now, so they got to keep this going and, and make sure they stay in this one and keep it close. I mean, just a, a couple of plays. That's all it takes. 
Now Tagano will kick off for St. Joe's Prep from the 40-yard line, kicking from right to left. Back deep to receive. Brett Malley, Manny Quills, the sophomores for LaSalle. Tagano kicks it deep. Quills makes the catch at the 10-yard line up to the 20. Now to the 25, breaks outside at the 25 and gets up to the 30 where he goes down. First down and 10 upcoming for Tom Lamort and the LaSalle Explorers. They trail 42-21. to 21. Every offensive series that we've seen, or at least every offensive drive this half, has resulted in six points. And LaSalle's going to need another six points right now, Rob. Yeah, looking for a heavy dose again of uh, Cy Madden. You know, nice to see Tommy got into a rhythm there uh, on, on the last drive. So, uh, you know, keep it, just keep it rolling. You know, the offense is clicking right now. Let's, let's just keep things going and, and keep the game in front of you, one, one play at a time. 7.32 to play, third quarter. Snap to Lamort, fakes, now throws over the middle. Quills goes up high to get it and slides forward to about the first down marker. His feet are on the 40. That should wave the markers on, and they do. Sticks moved. Nice, nice play. Uh, by Quills to go up and, and get that one. A bit of a high throw, but Tom, um, you know, got, went up, pulled it in, and, and found the line. Got a jumping, yeah. <laughs> off, or I should say, defensive lineman. You got to get it high over there. Nice job by Quills to go up and get it. Two receivers to the far side, one to the near side. Lamort in the shotgun side, Madden to his right. They need the 50-yard line for a first down. Inside handoff to Madden, cuts right up the middle, gets about that same 10 yards, maybe a half a yard short. Marking him in between the 49 and the 50 on the south side of midfield. Second and one upcoming. Just waiting for Madden to have one of those. You know, Swift got one. Now it's Madden's turn. Let's see him just bust through the hole. Seems like every play it's going to happen, but uh, just getting bottled up there. Just a half yard shy of the first down, but uh, another strong run by Madden. Two of the most skilled guys in the state of Pennsylvania from the running back position. Snap, jet sweep, Malley has it, gets enough. He got to the 50-yard line. Far judge comes in a little shy of the first down marker, but the near side judge has the call correct. Motion's first down, and the sticks are moved forward. But yes, Rob, I mean, if this can become a closer game at the end, you could see this being a Madden versus Swift type of show. Swift to this point has gotten the better of Madden. Not that Madden's had a bad day no. by any stretch. Two touchdowns, getting over 125 yards now. But Swift has just been a man possessed. And 6.02 to play. Clock ticks now under six minutes here in this third quarter. 42-21, LaSalle trails. Empty backfield. Shotgun snap to Lamort. Five steps, throws over the middle. Quills can't handle it. It was in his hands, probably not an ideal throw, but one that I think Quills wants back. Six yards from the line of scrimmage where that drop occurred. Second and ten. Ball right on midfield. Right by the Colonial logo here at Plymouth White Marsh. Pistol formation, Lamort. With side Madden behind him. Two receivers to the far side. Balls on the near hash. They hand it off to Cy Madden. Cuts back to midfield. Nobody picked up their blocks and nowhere for Madden to go. 
Yeah, Gain of one. Looked like if he didn't make that, that second cut, he, he would have had some room in front of him. Maybe not much, but more than more than what he got there. But, uh, you know, that brings up a third and almost ten, third and nine and a half. So, um, I mean, I, I, I'm thinking here, you know, if you don't convert, if you pick up a couple yards, it seems like four down territory all. No doubt about all, it. I, all rest of the game here. I think even if you don't here. You don't get into St. Joe's prep territory all that often here. It's, it's as good a field position as yep. you're really going to hope for. Four down territory here. Snap to Lamort. Runs out of time. Goes uh, down. Now they'll be punting it. It's a loss yeah, of 12 yards. Back to the 38-yard line. A late flag comes out. That may go against prep, St. Joe's prep. Yes, prep kid has, has his head, palms pointed up. Who, me? Would be a first down, Rob, with a personal foul call. Trey McNeil aiding the officials in their discussion. In there is the fourth man. <laughs> Sideline penalty. That's where I thought it was oh. going to be, Rob, because flag it was after yep. the coaching staff got in the face of that referee. And then the flag came out. Sometimes you get a warning for that, and there may have even been an informal warning that we weren't made privy to. Nevertheless, first down, Explorers. Fourth down? So maybe that was their warning, Rob. They're not gonna right. pe- they're not gonna walk it off even a little bit. So my concerns about not having the warning before were warranted because that's what yep. led that usually you don't see the flag yeah, there. Right. Nevertheless, LaSalle now needs to punt. Long punt from Wells. Catch made Blocking by Green the at the 20. Flag is down. Gets to the 30 and is taken down there. It's a great tackle by Joey Burnham. Flag came in at the 34-yard line early on that play. We'll see what the call it is. Looked like a block in the back from this vantage point, so tack off a few more yards as well. Back to that call because you may be listening and thinking, what the heck happened there? Yeah. Sideline infraction against St. Joseph's Prep. Flag was thrown. But yeah. our concern, as we said before, we hadn't seen a warning issued right. at any point in the game. So the fact that the flag came out was a bit confusing. Yeah, because typically you don't see that. If, if they're throwing the flag, it's to make a call. Correct. That, that would tack off but, some yards. But, Rob, like we said, but. you do get that warning. We hadn't seen it earlier in the game. Made the assumption that there was an informal one issued prior in the game. There was not. Therefore, it's just the warning. LaSalle needed to punt. Now Marquez McCray keeps it up the middle on the read option, gets up past the first down marker, taken down on the play by Austin Lemke. It's a first down, however, for St. Joe's Prep. They lead 42-21 to with 4.35 to play in the third. And time for the Explorers to do something that they, they hadn't since uh, you know the first drive of the game with the, the turnover is to stop these, these Hawks from advancing the ball. Now inside handoff, here comes Swift. Makes one man miss, gets up to the 37-yard line. Barrel rolls over the defender to the 38. Kari Jones actually on the carry. Seven and one, a very small, thin numbers here, Rob. <laughs> Seven and one makes it tough. Now, now it looks like we got Swift. Back. It is Swift in the backfield. Gets up and will 
Oh. Got a lot of room up to the 40. High steps it to the 30, to the 20, to the 10. Another touchdown for DeAndre Swift. Wow. This time a 62-yard run. Just hand the man the football. Oosh. It's unbelievable. It's got to be pushing 300 yards. Easy. Absolutely. I mean, it's, and five it's touchdowns. Unbelievable. unbelievable. Five touchdowns for DeAndre Swift. He really didn't have anybody beat either. Devin Smith was with him step for step. At about the 15-yard line was the point of contact. He just shrugged him off and went to the end zone. Tagano up and good on the extra point, 49-21. to 21. Swift is something special, Rob. It's, it's unbelievable. I mean, he's going to best of luck to him. Not that he needs it, but down in Georgia, it's going to be quite an addition to that program. He has more than doubled his season total in rushing yards here today. Came in with 207 yards on the year. Obviously missed some time this year. But DeAndre Swift, an absolutely unbelievable performance today, single-handedly putting the team on his back. Now LaSalle will return. Malley and Quills back deep. Anthony Tagano places it on the far hash mark at the 40-yard line, set to kick it deep. Relatively short kick. Malley and Quills ran into each other. Now Malley has it out to the 18, to the 20. Tries to turn up field, and there comes the St. Joe's prep defense. They muscle him back. It'll be at about the 21-yard line where the LaSalle offense will start, and not what you needed after that touchdown. The two guys not communicating. Ball ended up hitting the turf as they both went up for the catch. Malley got it out just past the 20. Nah, and it's frustrating, too. You think the, these last couple of drives after the work that the uh, the Explorers did to get right back into this one, and now they, they give up two, of their, two touchdowns of for St. Joe's and uh, right back to where you started the second half. So time for the offense to, to get to work and, you know, try to try to chip away at this. Out comes Tom Lamort and the LaSalle offense. I formation. Side Madden, the tailback. Madden, handoff is faked. Lamort on the run. Throws it through the arms of Brett Malley. A perfect throw. Malley's got to get the hands out there and make a catch rather than having his body make the catch, and that was the difference. Dropped by Malley, second and ten. It's the whole back to you think of playing baseball. you got to put the glove up. You can't try to basket catch it, and it looks like that's kind of what Malley was trying to do, just cradle that thing and have it fall into his arm instead of going out and grabbing it. But uh, a perfect throw there by Lamort. Probably his best of the day. Now the snap, inside handoff. Here's Manny Quills, gets taken down. A loss of one, third down and 11 upcoming for the Explorers. They trail 49-21, to 3.22 to play third quarter.
Third and 11, Lamort looking more and more labored coming out to the field. That calf seeming to bother him here in the third quarter. Two receivers to the far side. Snap. Lamort drops back. Throws short over the middle. Quills gets hit and goes he's down. And he is straight knocked out. Looks like he's come to now, but the, flag the ball out. came loose. Still don't have a ruling. Quills is down, and we're going to have a trainer, Dave Crow, take a look at him. Still did not see the call on the play in terms of who the football will be awarded to, but Quills just got knocked out. Ugh. We'll take it's a timeout. Yeah. 2.45 to play. Apologize, Rob. We'll update you on Manny Quill's status as soon as we can, and you are listening to LaSalle College High School Football on Bob Long Sports, brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy, Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287-9292 or C-U-P-W-A-W-A. Check out the team of attorneys. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com, 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. lmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Hi, this is Rob Stott with Bob Long Sports. BLS is the official host of the pregame show for the Philadelphia Soul. Be sure to tune in before every home game for featured interviews with head coach Clint Dolzell and quarterback Dan Radabal, as well as player profiles. We even get the opportunity to speak with AFL Commissioner Scott Butera. Commissioner of the Arena Football League, Scott Butera on the line. You do a tremendous job. I, I, you know, all the you know, local broadcast teams, you know, by far, Philadelphia is the gold standard in our league. You know, I wish they all could be like that because you really understand our game. You promote it well. And- so be sure to tune in 30 minutes before every home game and check at Bob Long Sports on Twitter for programming updates. We return here to Colonial Stadium on the campus of Plymouth White Marsh High School. Take a look at Manny Quills, who is up and moving, thankfully, here, sitting on the sideline. Ball will be LaSalle's fourth and two. Big play here. Hard count for Lamort. 
Now snaps it. Fakes. Throws to Burnham. Burnham gets underneath the tackle and past the line to gain a first down for LaSalle. Flag against St. Joe's Prep, likely Rob. Yeah, it looked like a late hit. I mean, we got a massive bodies down there. Can't really see what, what went on, but it, assuming it's going to be a late hit. Heck of a time to call a penalty. <laughs> I mean, certainly, yes, a late hit, but yeah, you saw after, a, right after missing what, a hit that looked like a clear out. helmet to helmet. Yep, knocked out Manny Quills cold. You said you said it better than I could. Yes. Again, ball was loose on the play. We were looking at Manny Quills, but Didn't tough to tell a, yeah. who actually recovered that football. Yeah. And a, a no call there is a non-option if it happened to be St. Joe's Prep that recovered it. You either call it a call of recovery because he wasn't down when he fumbled it, or more <laughs> logically, a late hit, or not even a late hit, but a helmet-to-helmet personal foul. But LaSalle, nevertheless, converts the fourth down. A nice play from Tom Lamore to Joey Burnham. They walk it off 15 yards, now up to their own 48-yard line. They need the 42 of St. Joe's Prep for a first down. Pistol formation. Lamore takes the snap, hands it off to Madden. Gets through the first line of tacklers, out to the 45. Ball is loose. It's going to roll out of bounds at the 41-yard line. That is going to be a first down for LaSalle. Very, very fortunate. And a member of the St. Joe's Prep defensive line is down now as well. Uh, nice job by Madden. It uh, looked like as he was stumbling you know, across the first down line, uh, just had the ball punched out. And like you said, Bob, very fortunate to have that one continue to roll out of bounds. We'll take another break. Check out the injured player right after this. You're listening to LaSalle College High School Football on Bob Long Sports. This portion of today's game brought to you by Helen Hess O'Connell. The attorneys at Hallen Hess O'Connell have experience encompassing a wide variety of commercial, property, construction, criminal, and estate litigation. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Our attorneys are adept to changes in the law, which is a great benefit to our achievements and your success. Our goal is to handle your situation in a professional manner to get you the justice that you deserve. Our focus is you. Visit us online at howlandhess.com or call 215-287-9292. Now LaSalle, after the Jake Ballard injury for St. Joe's Prep, he walks off the field. Nice to see that. It's first and 10 from the St. Joe's Prep 40. Lamort, slant, Malley runs through the tackler. Nice job to get a few more yards after contact right up to the line to gain and a first down for the Explorers. Stop on the play by Zach Snyder. Just another nice job here. You know, LaSalle's offense has been rolling in the second half and uh, really relying on Lamort to, to get the ball downfield to his guys, and he's been doing that. And, and you know, just another... Impressive drive for the Explorers. Got to do it now here for LaSalle. Need to score and then recover onside kicks. Eye formation. Snap. Hand off to Cy Madden. They had plenty of men in the backfield. Down goes Cy Madden. A loss of four yards. Second and 14 upcoming. This looked like the whole offensive line just fell backwards. It was crazy. It's all on their on their heels, sitting on their butts as Madden gets tackled and 
There's no room for him to move. Second and 14. Need the 20. Rob, what's the play call here? I mean, you, bread and butter for Lamore, right? You know, it's the, the bootleg rollout. Get him on the move and uh, in space, sort of timing throws. Let him find a guy, find one of his guys downfield and pick this one up. Tight formation. Jet sweep. Here comes the Mallee. They seal the edge. Great job. Mallee now gets to the original line of scrimmage. Pass there and out at the 28-yard line. Gain of six. Third down and eight upcoming. That's why I'm not offensive coordinator, Bob. You know, I don't I don't make those calls. <laughs> the bread and butter today has been those jet sweeps. So it's uh, other than you know the their first play of the game, but um, you know works here sets up a from a third and long to a third and manageable, and maybe now you do the bootleg. Third and eight, four down territory here for LaSalle. They have two downs to get to the St. Joe's Prep twenty from their twenty eight. Shotgun snap to Lamort. Five-step drop. Shuffles the feet. Throws over the middle. Dropped. Trey McNeil. He was met by two St. Joe's Prep Hawk defenders and dropped the ball. And it, it was short anyway, but it looked like Lamort was looking that way. He had McNeil and then just took one extra pump. Uh, and, and you know, the window to get the ball to his guy closed. And uh, just a, a tough pass there. Lamort needed to get the ball out a little quicker. 49 to 21 the score. 41 seconds to play here in the third quarter. Fourth and eight. LaSalle needs to get to the 20 yard line of St. Joseph's Prep. Ball spotted on the 28. Drop from Lamort. Throws off his back foot. Has Corbin Mel's got to go upfield. Makes one man miss and gets all the way down to the 15 yard line. Corbin Mel showing Jimmy shake. the lateral <laughs> quickness I don't think we knew he had. <laughs> nice nice little juke by, by Corbin uh, to, to pick uh, get by his guy and pick up the first down there. That was, that was a thing of beauty. Inspired by the lateral <laughs> quickness of DeAndre Swift today, Corbin Mel says not so fast. <laughs> first down and 10. They need the five-yard line of St. Joe's Prep. Now Corbin Mel actually looks a little shaken up, goes into the slot on a little bit of a limp. Lamort, shotgun snap, throws over the top, lots of contact. There's the flag. Pass Had the ball. He caught the ball. It's touchdown. a touchdown. <laughs> Number 17, Brett Malley. What a play with one hand goes up, the other arm being taken down by the St. Joe's prep defender. That's what caused the flag. Mally says, I don't care. I don't need a flag. This is a touchdown, my friend. <laughs> that was a heck of a grab. Just all draped all over by the, the uh, prep defender. And Mally able to, to go up. There's your Odell Beckham catch. Going in and grabbing that one and pulling it in for an unbelievable touchdown. So LaSalle still not, you know, we're hanging around. Hanging around. This game is far from over. Five seconds left to go here in the third quarter. And LaSalle, an extra point away from a 21-point deficit. And you're likely, at that point, to onside it. It's not going to be a sneak anymore. But but keeping themselves in the game, that's exactly what you needed. Now a discussion with the referees. Burnham's going to come onto the field. Corbin now really does look shaken up after being tackled. He got taken down from behind. The entire weight of the tackler came onto his Achilles, yeah. it appeared, when he was tackled at the 15-yard line. But it was a major, major play to keep LaSalle in this game. Comes off the field a hero, Corbin Mel. It's going to say maybe joking around, you know, shimmy shaking, juking some defenders. Juke broke his own ankles. 
Mike Wells on to take the extra point. Snap, hold, kick up is up and good. 49-28, the score. LaSalle does what they need to do, goes down and scores, and scores relatively quickly. Now they need to either stop St. Joe's Prep very quickly or, more likely, take the onside kick and try to get possession right back. It would be their second onside kick of the game as they opened the the second half from a kicking perspective doing that. They went down and scored the first touchdown in the second half after receiving, and then before St. Joe's Prep could even touch the football. Yeah, the, kicked the onside and got it. The other thing, I mean, the way to think about this is it seems like no matter where you give Prep the ball, uh, I mean, it, it's been tough to stop them. So, I mean, take these chances at while you while you have them and, and go for these onside kicks because – I mean, whether you're giving them the ball at the 30 or, or you're 40, you know, it's kind of been a, a tough go of it for LaSalle here on defense. So, uh, I mean, take this chance. So there was a penalty flag that occurred, which was our stoppage before the extra point was taken. LaSalle elected to have that penalty enforced on the kickoff. So now up at the 50-yard line, without a doubt, you're kicking it onside. Yeah. The downside is so low, the upside, well, you know the upside. Wells steps back from the football. Hands team on the field for St. Joe's Prep. The onside kick. They're going to pooch it. And a fair catch is called. Ah. Running him over was Luke Sabia. And it's going to be a 15-yard penalty against LaSalle. Daryl Simmons does the smart thing. Had a little bit of air under it. Calls for the fair catch. You can't go down and hit him. That's exactly what Sabia did after the play in St. Joe's Prep. We'll have the football in very good field position. Four seconds to play here in the third quarter. Last play of the third period of play likely upcoming as St. Joe's Prep and Marquez McCray back onto the field. McCray and Swift will be in the backfield. Out wide will be Terrence Green. And to the far side, Daryl Simmons. Five touchdowns for Swift. He gets the handoff and taken down one yard from the line of scrimmage. In the backfield, Austin Lemke. Ball was loose. Referees now call the ball down. And that's the end of the third quarter. Twelve minutes away from a Philadelphia Catholic League championship, St. Joe's Prep has the football. Second and nine after this. You're listening to LaSalle College High School Football on Bob Long Sports, and it's brought to you by our friends at Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate, and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Back here for the start of the fourth quarter, Marquez McRae in the shotgun, throws it over the middle. Terrence Green makes the catch. Will be run out of bounds just a little short of the first down. Third down and short upcoming. They need the 50-yard mark exactly for a first down. 
Bob Long, Rob Stott here, bringing you the coverage on BobLongSports.com. Now the sneak from McCray gets the second effort and is there. A two-yard gain goes from 49 to 49, past the first down marker at the 50, and that's a first down for the prep. We tick under 11 minutes and 30 seconds to play in this fourth, fourth and final quarter of this rivalry game from Plymouth White Marsh High School. DeAndre Swift, over 200 yards rushing, has doubled, more than doubled, his season production so far this year. Has missed some time for sure, but back in a big way. Now Marquez McCray fakes the handoff and tries to run it up the middle. No room in there. Brennan Daly on the stop. Three-yard loss, second and three. St. Joe's Prep is going to want to keep the ball on the ground. Not that they've done too much differently than that yeah. today, but very, very content to bleed the clock if they can with a 21-point lead, 10 minutes and just over 10 minutes and 30 seconds to play. Now a timeout called by LaSalle, second and 13. That's where, I mean, this is playing right into the wheelhouse for St. Joe's. You know, they like to have the ball on the ground and, uh, you know, at this point looking to milk the clock. So... Right in their wheelhouse. This portion of today's game brought to you by Helen Hess O'Connell. Running a business can be taxing, both in time and money. Don't get tangled up in the headache and loopholes of litigation. Count on Helen Hess O'Connell to protect your legal interests so you can get back to who and what you love. The attorneys at Helen Hess O'Connell are available now at 215-287-9292. That's C-U-P-W-A-W-A. Hallen, Hess, Geenan, Torpy, Cassidy, and O'Connell. Attorneys at law serving Greater Philadelphia, Bucks, and Montgomery County for over 150 years. Call 215-287-9292. Visit us online at hallenhess.com and check out the Facebook page. Out of the timeout, St. Joe's Prep faces a second down and 13. They need the 38-yard line of LaSalle for a first down. They're on their own 49. McCray, shotgun handoff. Handoff inside. DeAndre Swift again to the 40. 30, 25, taken down there. And once again, it's Corey Jones. Jones and Swift taking turns in the backfield. Tough to distinguish with the way Corey Jones continues to motor down the field as well. Yeah, it looks like they're keeping Swift out in the shot, or, uh, sorry, out in the slot right now. Throw McCray outside Green. Green goes right through Trey McNeil, enough for a first down. Thought about dancing up the sideline, decided to go right through Trey McNeil, and it's another set of downs upcoming for St. Joe's Prep. Ten minutes, 15 seconds of play. Clock ticks after the momentary stoppage for the chains moving. Snap. McCray fakes the handoff. Now takes off with it himself to the 10. Cuts inside to the 5. Runs through. Kuznetsov on the stop at the 3. That's a first down for St. Joe's Prep. Now first and goal. High formation. Hand off to Swift. Another touchdown for DeAndre Swift. That's six. Who else? 
That's a walk in the park for him, a three-yard run, shortest of the game. But sixth touchdown on the season. That's matching the six touchdowns he had rushing coming into the game. Just an unreal day for him and really for the St. Joe's offense. Just having their way up front with LaSalle. Snap, kick from Tagano, and it's good. 56-28, St. Joe's Prep once again doubling up the LaSalle Explorers with 9.47 to play in the fourth quarter. Can only fight for so long if you're the Explorers. I mean, obviously you're not going to give up here down for a rivalry game. Too much pride on the line for these guys, but uh, just a seems like every time the LaSalle Explorers claw back a little bit and make the game you know, still within reach, keep the game within reach, uh, St. Joe's has an answer. Now LaSalle, the return team, comes onto the field and will await the kickoff from St. Joseph's Prep. The Prep now, barring a monumental comeback, under 10 minutes from claiming the Philadelphia Catholic League football title. Would do it today on this field with a win. Tagano set to kick it deep. Catch made there. Up the field to the 20 to the 25. Loses the football. Very fortunate to get it back. It was fumbled by Michael Schrager and recovered by Michael Schrager. Into the game for number 13, Manny Quills who got knocked out earlier in the game, and I do mean that literally. Helmet-to-helmet contact was motionless on the field for a few minutes. Good to see him up and at him, but Schrager on in his place. And a guy that doesn't see much time back there deep for the Explorers, so it's fortunate to, to come up with it and, uh, and let the offense go to work here. Tom Lamort continues to labor with that calf In the shotgun, jet sweep to Malley. That play has worked today. It's going to work again. Gets up past the 20 to the 25. Gain of only about three. And Rob, I think he had one more cut up field and tried to cut back outside one too many times. That's the difference there for Malley. Needed, there's that north running. You, you needed that northward cut uh, and just couldn't make it. And Still positive yards, but could have been could have been quite a few more. Now Lamort in the eye formation. Cy Madden, the deep back. Second down and seven. Lamort barks out the signals at the line. Now they hand off to Madden. Madden cuts up to the 30, out to the 35, runs through a tackler and is dragged out of bounds at the 40. On the stop for St. Joe's Prep, Miles Tally, but not after a 16-yard run and a first down for the LaSalle Explorers. And if you're talking about a kid that doesn't have any quit, it's Madden. doesn't matter what's on the score. He's going to run hard every play and does it again there. The story has obviously been DeAndre Swift. Six yeah. touchdown runs, well over 200 yards, up near 250. But Cy Madden is getting up near 150 himself. He's had a, a really nice day against a stout front seven for St. Joe's Prep. They fake the handoff, give it inside to Cy Madden. Matt at the line of scrimmage, muscles forward for two yards. Second and eight upcoming. Under eight minutes and 49 seconds to play in this game. LaSalle trailing 56 to 28, and they move from right to left. 
pistol formation for LaSalle, two receivers to the outside. Snap, they fake the handoff to his weak side. Nice throw. Harry Scanlon has it at the 45, down to the 40, 35, and brought down at the 30-yard line. There it is again. You know, Tommy Lamort at his best, even though he's a little hobbled. You get him on the move, that little bootleg out either side, get him in motion and able to find his guy downfield with a, another nice touch pass from him today. So, and a nice run after the catch by Scanlon. Eight minutes exactly remaining in this rivalry game and eight minutes from St. Joe's Prep reclaiming the Philadelphia Catholic League title here in the Red Division. Lamort in the shotgun. The snap, the handoff to Madden. Goes to the outside, sealed on the edge, gets inside mm. and cuts up to the 25-yard line. That's a gain of five yards. Good patience from the senior tailback for the Explorers. Yeah, made a cut, too, and was coming upfield and just looked like someone grabbed his ankle and was straining to get forward, but uh, a nice pickup there on, on first down. For those of you just joining us, the comment I make about St. Joe's Prep claiming the Catholic League title, that is different this year with the reclassifications in the PIAA. Many more divisions, two more, in fact, up to six divisions. So they have the district playoffs still, but now red and blue, the divisions settled in the regular season. Trey McNeil makes the catch on the throw from Tom Lamort, gets out of bounds at the 12-yard line. That's enough for a first down on the second and five. But yes, Rob, to make that point clear one more time, the red division is now only settled in the regular season, as is the Blue, the smaller schools division of the Catholic League. And the Philadelphia Catholic League playoffs, as we know them, are no longer. First down and 10. Six on the play clock. Snap to Lamort a little low. Hand off to Madden. He's got a lot of room. Bounces to the outside of the 10. To the 5. Walks in for a touchdown. Cy Madden continues to fight, continues to crawl back. It's 56-34, to 34 and Cy Madden has his third touchdown of the game. Yeah, Swift, Swift can talk about his six touchdowns and you know big runs, but Madden, Madden's doing his, everything he can to make sure his numbers are up there as well and putting this team on his back. And uh, just a, another outstanding day from LaSalle's top rusher and the top rusher in the Catholic League. Here comes the extra point now from Mike Wells. Up and good. 56-35 to 35 the score. 6.33 to play, fourth quarter. Nine touchdowns from running backs today. I mean, it's we knew we were going to see that. It was going to be a ground game kind of day, but mm-hmm. uh, just Im- impressive all around on both sides of the ball by these guys. 56-35, like we said. And this, the penultimate game of the LaSalle regular season. Rob, this will be our final regular season call as well, as next week the Sports Fan Base Network will bring you the call with video uh, of LaSalle against Archbishop Wood. That's next Saturday at 7 p.m. We will keep you apprised of any further broadcast that we may or may not be able to do this year. Again, at Bob Long Sports on Twitter is where you'll find all that info, as well as at LaSalle underscore sports and at LSCHS. But there are District 12 playoffs to come for this LaSalle team. And again, nothing to report at this moment. But we would 
relish the opportunity to bring you more LaSalle football this year and we'll bring you any updates we have over the coming weeks. Now Mike Wells will kick it onside. Ball teed up on the 40. St. Joe's Prep hands team starts at the 50. They pooch it long. Up to get it, Green. Green makes the catch. Now he just wants to go down, and he does. Luke Sabia makes the tackle at the 34-yard line. St. Joe's Prep offense will start there. They've tried the pooch twice now, Rob. It's kind of found that no man's land, but St. Joe's guy uh, was, you know, the deep man was inching up as, as the kick was getting ready to go and was just able to come up and scoop it. But I, I, I do like the call because you got the, I, I see you shaking your head, but um, you know, if if it can land in that no man's land, you got the the St. Joe's basically all the guys up front on their heels. They're running, starting to, having to run backwards. And yeah. if you can get the momentum going, your guys can get by them. But Again, that ball's about to land 30 yeah. yards from where you that kick was it. That's a bit the too only... far. bit too far, but... Handoff up the middle. Looked like Swift number seven. Gain of three up to the 36-yard line. Second and seven upcoming. 6-12 to play. Clock continues to run here. St. Joe's prep in no hurry with the play clock at now 20 seconds. They lead 56 to 35. They move from left to right on your radio dial. And with the clock hitting six minutes, they're now half a quarter away from the 2016 Philadelphia Catholic League Red Division Championship. Up to the line quickly. Handoff. Swift bounces to the outside. Daly doesn't have the time or room to get him. Chases him down from behind. Takes a swipe at the football. It came down but hit the white line out of bounds. DeAndre Swift continues. Again, if I can say one thing about him because he's been absolutely dynamic. He's loose with the football when he carries it. And Daly knew that. Daly turned on the Jets to come get him as he tiptoed the sideline was able to tackle him from behind at the 33-yard line. So we haven't seen anyone come up behind him and be able to catch him that way, but that, it's impressive that it, you know Daly was able to do that. And then also the you know the ability to, to punch at that ball, uh, knowing that Swift, like you said, Bob, has not been real secure with it and uh, almost, almost got it to come out. Swift up the middle, able to get a gain of five. Again, that last run, even Daly coming back to get him, was over 25 yards, continues to push up towards 300 yards. Swift comes off the field. Kari Jones onto the field, number one. Out in the back, or on the outside, Daryl Simmons, the junior wide receiver, and Mark Quez McRae, the quarterback. They come up to the line quickly as they've done the last three plays. Hand off to Jones. Bounces to the outside. Brandon Daly has him, but drags him the wrong direction. It's going to be close to a first down, about a yard short. Under five minutes to go now, fourth quarter. They mark him two yards from the line to gain. Ball spotted on the 25-yard line. They need the 23 of LaSalle for a first down. St. Joseph's Prep leading 56-35 against LaSalle. The snap, double move, and there's going to be a flag there. Illegal. I think it's actually going to be a legal contact, Rob. Yeah. 
Because it wasn't it was, a hold. It wasn't pass interference. The ball wasn't in the air. Yeah, it should be a legal contact. Look for one hand up. Third down and two was the down in distance. Yep. This should give uh, St. Joe's prep a first down. What they call that, Rob? They called a hold. They did call the hold. All right. Yep. First down and 10 from the 15. Clock stopped at 4 minutes and 22 seconds. I formation. Handoff to Kari Jones. Jones stopped at the line of scrimmage. Maybe even a loss of a half a yard. Clock now ticks under four minutes to play in this fourth and final quarter. 56-35. Ball now at the 16-yard line. St. Joe's Prep driving deep in LaSalle College High School territory. Snap. Handoff. Kari Jones up the middle. Gets about half of it back up to the 13-yard line. Make it the 12. And maybe a chance. I think this would, I mean, since that first drive, this would be, if they stop them here, their first stop. Correct me if I'm wrong. Whether wow, be, is that the case? I think, I, I think so, because we haven't seen St. Joe's punt. We saw them fumble once, and it's been all touchdowns. I'll take your word for it. Wow, that's an impressive day from St. Joe's. Third and seven. Jones still the deep back. Thrown across the middle. Knocked down. Daniel Kitznetsov. One of the interception, but a nice play there. Now it's fourth down and decision time. They're, I'll be honest, Rob. They're not going to have any confidence in Anthony Tagano. I don't think so. but So they're going mean, to go for it on fourth down. Yeah. They haven't had a kicker that they've been confident in for a few years now. Five wide receiver set. Empty backfield for McCray. Looks to the sideline for the call. 13 seconds remaining on the play clock. 3.01 here in the game. 21 point lead for the prep. Uh, and now a timeout will be called by St. Joseph's Prep <laughs> with 3.01 to play. Clock was stopped, so that doesn't yeah. change. But they need to talk about it. We'll take this opportunity to remind you that. Here on Bob Long Sports, we'll bring you Explorer basketball and hockey coverage all year long. And once again, like we said, there are District 12 playoffs to be had. We don't have any update for you right now, but that's something we're working on. And we'll give you any update as to the possibility to broadcast District 12 playoff games. No news as of yet, but we'll update you when there's an update to be had. Stay tuned to Bob Long Sports on Twitter in the upcoming weeks. And then Joe Dempsey and the basketball team start playing in late November, early December. I know I am very, very excited for that. Rob, you won't be with us, but I hope you at least come and join us for I'll a be, few games. Oh, don't worry, I'll be at games. So it's, I had one thing I am upset I didn't have the opportunity to do last year was uh, you know catch some, some basketball games at school. Throw but. by McCray, catch by DeAndre Swift. Touchdown number seven. 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 And a flag comes in late. 
Seven for seven. Unreal. 62-35 the score. Tagano on to kick the extra point, but a flag came in late. Simple slant from DeAndre Swift got in behind the defense. Pitch and catch from McCray. Unsportsmanlike on St. Joe's is the call. Kick is up from Tagano and good. 63-35, 2.56 to go, fourth quarter. Rob, what you got for me? Dazed and confused. That's what I got. That's what I'm feeling right now. It's kind of one of those games you're... What, how much time's left? 2.56? 2 minutes, 56 seconds. We'll get there. I mean, it, it's it's been... You've seen some positive things for sure out of the offense. I mean, you're, you're coming up against a, a stout St. Joe's defense, um, and, you know, they've been able to move the ball. A few drives that ended in disappointing fashion, but Cy uh, Madden, again, doing his thing all game long, um, putting the team on his back, but it's the defense. I mean, it, not a singles. I know you've got, you've got McCray, who's, you know, doing his thing, and Swift, who's in his first game back, just unbelievable performance, historic performance. Um, but, you know, just unable to, to make any stops. Um, like I said, I, I think this, it's been every drive has ended in a touchdown other than that first one for St. Joe's. So it's, it's, been, it's been a tough, tough one, tough one to watch. As we mentioned, 63-35 the score. And, Rob, uh, not to be lost as well is that at 4.50 here today, this game is going on nearly three hours. Yeah. One of the longest high school football games you'll ever see. Unfortunately for some of us. There may be people here, I'm not saying who, that may need <laughs> to get up to State College for another football game this evening, and that makes it a little tough. Kick now from Tagano. Back goes Malley, makes the catch at the 15. They were way up. So Malley now comes out to the 25, to the 30, to the 35, at the 40, and goes down there. Good starting field position for the Explorers. Impressive return given he was running back, had to almost make an over-the-shoulder catch like he was catching the ball from his uh, quarterback, but able to turn around and make a nice return. And now wouldn't it be so appropriate across the field, directly over the stands of St. Joe's Prep, a hawk flies, flaps (laughs) its wings, and now lets itself glide as the (laughs) Hawks are about ready to reclaim the title as 2016 Philadelphia Catholic League football champions. (laughs) It's a good eye. You know your birds, Bob. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) Not a bird man, per se. (laughs) Now the handoff to Cy Madden. Good block coming up from Burnham. Gets past the 50 to the 45 to the 40, down to the 36-yard line. Taken down there by number 50, Jake Ferry. But a nice run once again from Simon, and all of a sudden he creeps his way up towards maybe 175 yards or so. A couple more here could sneak up towards 200. I mean, keep giving him the ball. Just turn around, give it to your man. Been an absolutely dominant day from the running backs in general. Yeah. 
Handoff to Madden. Bounces to the outside. Has room on the outside. Flag comes down. This should come back. And two players still going at it here. Colin Hirschman may likely be called for a hold. And size gingerly coming off of the field. Well, that's probably all we'll see him at that point. Zobel limps off the field as well. Lamort has the calf issue. Well, Sal was a little banged up coming into this week. Troy Holland did not play, as we mentioned. Holding against the LaSalle Explorers. Two of them, actually. They'll back up the Explorers 10 yards. Now Michael Schrager, number 35, will come into the game as the tailback. First down and 20. Inside handoff to Burnham. Gets hit. Gain of about three, not after running through one tackler. Now we're going to have a late penalty, this time likely against St. Joe's Prep. Steven Matchett was going at it with number 70, John Osborne. Osborne, clearly the more provoking of the two. Still awaiting the personal foul call here, but St. Joe's prep defense backing up. Nope. Personal foul against St. Joe's prep, number 70. John Osborne, the provoker on that play. Stephen Matchett was taken down on the play. A minute 53 to play in this one. First down. Should be an automatic first down on a personal foul. Second and four, though, upcoming. Handoff, Burnham taken down in the backfield. Big tackle by number 50, Jake Ferry. A minute 40 now to play. St. Joe's Prep about to be your 2016 Philadelphia Catholic League Red Division champions. And primed to establish the seating in the Philadelphia Catholic League 6A playoffs. St. Joe's Prep as number one. And Bob, if we were to give out Awards for regular season clinching games. I think MVP would have to go to Swift. Selecki into the game. Selecki taken down on the read option as he kept it. Number 47 on the play. Connor Griffin made the stop. It's fourth down. But yes, a wonderful performance from Swift. Absolutely unbelievable. Six rushing, one receiving touchdown. So by Gotta be whew, close to 300 yards total offense. Cy Madden right around 200 yards on the day. The running backs owned the show here today. The seating now is locked up in the District 12 playoffs. St. Joe's Prep number one, LaSalle number two, even with a loss against Archbishop Wood. 
Selecki snaps. Now takes off with it. He's going to be short of the first down. And that is a turnover on downs. 33 seconds to play in this one. 63-35. to St. Joe's Prep will likely bookend the game with drives that don't accomplish six points. But everything in between, <laughs> Rob? Oh, in the end zone. Oh, they did give LaSalle a first down on that play. Oh, forget about that. Certainly a favorable spot there for Selecki. So now Selecki into the shotgun, throws over the middle. Harry Scanlon there, darts upfield. That should be enough for a first down. Then again, I'm not trusting my eyes as much anymore. <laughs> and that is enough for a first down. Clock stopped briefly. 26 seconds to go. Now they start the clock. They'll get up to the line for maybe a few more plays. Clock ticks under 15 seconds. Snap to Selecki. Throws over the middle. Catch made by Pete Nelson. Nelson down at the five, and that is short of the first down. They won't burn the timeout. That's all she wrote. St. Joe's Prep celebrates at midfield as the 2016 Philadelphia Catholic League Red Division champions and the number one overall seed in the 6A Philadelphia Catholic League playoffs. Just an impressive performance by them today, Bob. Uh, I mean, LaSalle's offense held their own, but just the, the combination of Swift and McCray just too much for the explorers on defense. And, uh, you know, the, the scoreboard says it all. I mean, it's, it was St. It was Joe's day. 63-35, to 35, your final score. A reminder, LaSalle has Archbishop Wood next weekend. We will not have that broadcast. That will be our colleagues over at the Sports Fan Base Network, the SFBN.com. And then further games, they will be the two-seed in the Philadelphia Catholic League 6A playoffs. We have no broadcasting, no programming update for you now, but stay updated with BLS on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports, and we will update you with any advancements we have on that front. Rob, LaSalle drops to 5-3 and three on the air. A tough game. Six touchdowns for DeAndre Swift. Three for Cy Madden. 200 yards rushing for Cy Madden. Almost three for DeAndre Swift. A matchup of strengths won by St. Joe's Prep on the offensive on the running side of the football. Until next time, this is Rob Stott, my color commentator, as well as Bob Long, myself, saying so long from Colonial Stadium. Plymouth White Marsh High School. St. Joe's Prep remains unbeaten. LaSalle to 5-3. Archbishop Wood next weekend, 7 p.m. on Saturday.